0: Injured in a car accident, we cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville. I Attention! you. I you. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime, prime time. It's XL prime time. Featuring Joe C. Why in the world am I sitting back and being quiet about this? Matt Hayes. That's not how it works. Mia O'Brien.
1: Should I laugh? Should, should I not laugh?
0: And Leon Searcy. This
2: is the big boy league. Are you laughing like
3: now? Are you laughing like now? The ball it's set. You got Eagles, Chiefs, NFC, AFC championship games. One delivered, the other did not. Uh, An injury, and then another injury, really fouled up Philadelphia v. San Francisco. But welcome in XL Prime Time, a Monday. We get it cranked. Uh, we come out of the weekend, and you know the, the 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 bummer part of it. This is the first Sunday without your, or first weekend w- without your Jaguars, and that kind of sucked. There's no doubt about it. But uh, as I told Jaguars today earlier, they're just now mocking up on Monday, looking at the draft and. Thankfully, we haven't been doing that since Halloween. So we got some draft talk, some free agency talk. I feel like we probably will focus in on free agency as much or more uh, than the draft going forward because that's the most important. That's the first thing that will happen. How about I put it that way? May not be the most important, but the first thing that will happen. But let's get into these games. Uh, Big Surge, you know, Kansas City and, and Cincinnati delivered low points. Every possession mattered. You're watching Mahomes in that high ankle sprain. You don't quite know what's going to happen. But before we even, you know, get to that bad product that we saw up in Philadelphia, let's go KC Cincinnati. What did you think of the game? Well,
2: listen, I I thought the game kind of went the way we thought it was going to go. You got two evenly matched teams. You got two phenomenal quarterbacks. And uh, I I thought the game, just like last year, was going to be a telltale all the way to the end. And Mm And it didn't disappoint. Absolutely didn't disappoint. Kind of started the same way last year it started. KC's on the rally, going down, scoring quick, going down, scoring easily. Cincinnati struggling with the pass protection, giving up sacks, giving up pressures, incomplete passes, can't run the ball. And then Cincinnati Cattle kind of settled in. Second half, they struggled. But, in the, I mean, first half, they struggled a little bit. The Cincinnati kind of settled in with their defense mm-hmm. and, and Joe Burrow and all that kind of stuff. And it came down to a silly mistake towards the end of the game where – Patrick Mahomes is running out of bounds, clearly out of bounds. If someone comes over there, dives, and knocks him down, gives him better position to kick a field goal, and they ultimately win the game by three. But I, being the, here's the thing that I, I, watching it as an offensive line, I, I can tell you that frustrated me so much is that Chris Jones is a phenomenal defense attack. I mean, absolutely phenomenal defense attack. Whether it doesn't matter where you put him at, what position he's at, where he's outside, inside, or whatever. It was literally times where I was watching the two tackles for Cincinnati, and they were terrified when he came on their side. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why they were terrified because I've I coach I've I played for eleven years and I've coached for over four years, and I can tell offensive linemen when they're scared of a player. Right. First of all, their feet they they they, they, they tap with their feet. They hosted their hands, and then when they get a ball, they grabbed the outside shoulders to try to hold on instead of putting themselves in a the position, leveraging themselves with their technique, and unloading on this guy. That's the only thing he's going to respect, that you hit him with your hands Why do you? Why a do they weapon. holster their hands? The they holstering their hands because they're indecisive and they're scared of what he's going to do. Okay. Instead of you dictating where he goes or the tempo of the game, you're holstering your hands because you're scared of what he does, and then when he actually hits you, you grab, hold on, and you just let him move you back, and you try to stop him that way. Only time a guy like that, a phenom like Chris Jones, respected, respects you is when you unload on him. <laughs> You've got to Give him hit the him. Hands. Give him the hands, bro. That's why they're there. Yeah, hey, but not all those guys have hands like I'm me, just, dog, you got to use them. Hey, here's another thing, too. You conveniently forgot to say,
4: what about the
5: officiating?
4: It was terrible. It, I mean, the officiating. Bo- both games, but really the Chiefs and the Bengals. It's almost like they were trying to give the Chiefs the game. It was, There's that it, narrative it was, out there on social media. It Hashtag was, uh, NFL look, rigged. And, and I, and I'm, look, I hate being the, the, the conspiracy guy, but that was terrible. What the hell is a do-over? What is that? <laughs>
1: Fifth down. What is that? Fifth down. I love Rich Eisen's This Ivan's is tweet. the
4: National Football League. What the hell
3: is the do-over? Yeah, and, and basically they had to explain everything because one guy came running in off the sidelines and basically saying the clock wasn't correct, it wasn't running, uh, and then they all gathered up again. And I'm watching this unfold. And I'm like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Before they actually st- stopped again and gave him the do-over, but, but, but and all they then do, what
4: they typically do is they just say the clock didn't run, take off 10 seconds. Right,
3: right. The 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 meltdown from Zach Taylor was warranted, uh, 100%, and I couldn't believe that they did it, but. But at that point, there is no way I'm thinking they're setting this up for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just thinking they're a terrible oh, officiating was. crew. Oh, I was thinking. Oh, that. I definitely was I, thinking. I was oh, thinking no, I'm just thinking I they're was terrible. Think, I mean, I on, on the late out,
4: hit out of bounds, the hold on the late hit out of bounds, ba- yeah. on, the, on the play he got out of the pocket and got to the scramble with a hold.
1: See, but that one doesn't bother me as much. That one really didn't bother me as much. It was the fifth down. The redo over. And then again, another flag gets thrown. Yeah. And on that drive, how many flags got thrown that were automatic first downs for the Chiefs? So you
3: think about... That
1: was, that was the drive that I was questioning. But then I also, number one, Zach Taylor, as much as he blew up in the moment, rightfully so, oh, yeah. all the said all the right things post-game. He said, we also left plays out on the field. Four sacks for that Bengals... Or excuse me, not four sacks, excuse me. Uh, it was actually... Yeah, so four sacks for the Chiefs defense is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Joe Burrow got sacked... Three times in the first quarter. They had zero yards of offense in yeah. the first quarter. Yeah. It so, was as crazy. much as, yes, that drive and the potential. How much did he holding throw for
3: goal? in the second quarter? Like 100 and, 150, I think. So. Yeah, 100, yeah, yeah, something after, crazy after like that.
1: Essentially zero yeah. total net yards in yeah. the first quarter. And so, I go back to that first quarter, and, and that's what the NFL, that's the narrative that they will spin is is you go back to the way that they left those plays out on the field and they struggled those offensive tackles looked so scared in the first quarter and that lost them the game not the fact that they literally on a drive in a critical situation in the fourth quarter were just giving the chiefs oh 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 here you go again it's okay yeah here no, you go I dig
4: it. and i, I dig know they it. didn't score but, on that drive after yeah. the after the do over yeah but they took another two and a half minutes off the clock. Correct. Because the
7: Bengals had next... the ball with three minutes because left the and the Correct. ball to win. It wasn't three minutes. It wasn't three minutes. Was. It was two hey, minutes they, and
3: 13 well, or Well, whatever. Like they got it twice. They, bro, they that's twice. a lot of things. Three minutes and two minutes that and 13 seconds is a big difference.
7: Uh, listen, yeah. no one hates the refs more than I do. But to act like that drive somehow lost the Bengals the game, that's BS. The
4: next play on the do-over was... The holding call, which was right. again another which bad was call. Was an actual yes. hold? No, Aww. even even that, it was, hold. Even it was wow. hold. The Mike hey, Hillen? they have ramped well, up. Starator, the- is in that game. Who's the other? Who's yeah, the other? Yeah, Starator. He came yeah. and said, "Yeah, that's I wouldn't call that." Yeah, and it's so funny.
3: Maybe the who first cares time- what
4: that guy yeah. says? Hey, hey, hey! He yeah. does it from here, man. Yeah.
3: Hey, and <laughs> maybe the first time <laughs> Staretor actually uh, disagreed with somebody. Right, okay, which is right. just amazing. Which makes you think, "Holy crap, that was a bad call." But the the thing that just cracks me up is that is that. As bad as the officials are, I don't care what the outcome is. I just focus in on bad officiating, and I never, ever tie it to they want to see an outcome go a certain way. They're just bad. I don't think
4: they wanted to see an outcome go a certain way, but it's just really odd how, you know, <clears throat> major calls were kind of going ch- the truth. You know
3: what this is?
2: No, this is remind me a lot of the, uh, the Patriots back in the day. The, the calls that go their way, yep. all that the holding, the holding that wasn't holding, the hit that wasn't a hit. The, I, that, I'm telling you. I mean, they now, had the a Chiefs, touchdown called back for a holding. Yeah, like really, that's yeah. not a
7: good play. Like yeah, exactly. that's not a huge call. Like, he literally did a WWE move on. He did. They had he did. He there, There's terrible. a holding on every play. Henderson, you hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. You know what? Don't. No, you guys are coming in with excuses because all week you guys talked about there's a holding on every play. Burrow's taken over now. Mahomes a is nobody. I said I'm this was specifically a game. talking about Matt and Leon. Yeah. And Look, the disrespect. He is taking they showed, over. The point oh, is the, point is, the disrespect <laughs> you guys showed for Mahomes and the Mahomes, Chiefs was a listen. disgrace okay, last okay, great. But when you, and we'll you say, guys got what was coming last when you night. Say,
4: when you say there's a hold on every play, that minimizes when there actually is a hold that causes something bad to happen. Hey, sirs, was that. What?
3: Plus, was that not – honestly, was that not a good move? Were you think that was just a 100% hold by the left tackle on Hendrickson on that play, on that scramble play? Oh or do you God. think that's one you can get away with? Uh, listen, there were I'm, two holes.
4: It was outside I'm, and inside. The inside hold was worse. The left tackle. <laughs> the
3: other one was not. Yeah, definitely it was, not it hold. It was a hold. You, do you <laughs> think <laughs> that one was? Yeah. It <laughs> definitely looked like it could have been flagged. Yes. But it also looked like, you know, one of those Go to ones-
4: Prisco's Twitter, Twitter and he has, the, he has the coach's view of it. Mm-hmm. My God, it's like a mauling. <laughs> Seriously.
3: But, but it's so funny because we – Do you have it right there? Yeah, you, you, I'm looking at it again. Let me but see But we can – I don't know if Real this play. is the they're, – they're in a loop right now. Okay. I don't know whether or not you can honestly say that there weren't point. a lot of bad calls that were out there. It's so funny. Everyone's focusing in on the block in the, in the back on the return. He held up. He didn't even hardly touch him. And the guy does his best soccer move and falls flat on the ground. And I, I was actually pleased that they didn't throw a flag that time. Uh look, that was Max literally pulled. It's a bad officiating crew. Speaking of uh
7: it. soccer diving, shout out to Patrick Mahomes yeah, one, one, on that last one play. More time. Absolute yeah. great acting one, job by so Patrick let, Mahomes. Right he knows exactly right guard, what he was one.
3: doing. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a look. All right, you can okay. hit the text line Design by Lifetime enclosure. 64111010. six four one ten, ten. All right. I, I, I wish uh, listeners uh, yeah. could see these two. That's it, a, a hole, bro. It's a simple question, though. It's a hundred percent hole. It's not even a question. But let's just go back and think about some of the times that either. Uh, a, a late hit on Trevor Lawrence was not called, or a semi-questionable late hit by a Jaguar was, was called. There
1: was a late hit on Joe Burrow that wasn't called yeah. yesterday.
3: Yeah, and he and he did get sacked a bunch. And again, that would be back on the Chiefs side of things. Look, I picked the Chiefs and the Eagles, so I, it's not like I, I was sitting there Hang going, on one Hell sec. yeah, ref. I just looked at it like, this is a bad officiating crew.
2: Not one, but... It was two, the left and the right tackle. <laughs> <of hell>. He souflexed <laughs> him. Come on, I know, bro. See you know what I'm a,
3: saying? I know the left tackle. You easily could say that should have been a flag. Yes,
4: bro. bro the right guard literally like was a WWE move. Seriously.
7: Yeah, yeah I. I, I didn't, didn't, neither I didn't, one
4: of them were called.
7: You know what happened yesterday? What happened was a man on one leg oh, beat the brakes off of here your beloved, exactly. who was just throwing picks <laughs> I mean, willy nilly all say, over allegedly the place on yesterday. What he? Oh my! So that injury wasn't real now. No, I'm yes. sure Now, now I'm sure that was sure part of the storyline. An I'm sure he had an ankle injury. He did.
3: He did yeah. not it's have a high a sprain. ankle sprain. No, he had a regular ankle sprain. It was obviously affecting his game. It totally affected his game. Yeah, I don't. And by the way, really. he threw okay. two lasers, lasers to Travis Kelsey and yeah. to uh, 11 uh, Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling. Just beautiful. Outplayed throws.
7: Burrow yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah, at home. He, at home. He was okay. Well, wherever it was. But this is the with
3: McCole Hardman going down. This is with Kadarius Tony going down. This is with so many guys that he did not have available to him. Totally. Kelsey with a bad and back. Oh, I thought it was something. totally. I thought it was something. Final
1: line for Patrick Mahomes: twenty-nine of forty-three, three hundred and twenty-six yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, only an average of seven point six yards per throw. And hardly
7: any run game. Did have at one all. of the wildest fumbles you'll ever see. Yeah, though. that
1: yeah. was. I was looking, looking like Blakey boy. Blake was watching somewhere in Pontevedra, smiling yeah. and drinking I mean, a beer. He's
3: a legend, man. He's fantastic. Yeah. seriously, he's unreal. Yeah, and look, it was it was really classic, head coach play in terms of play calling. The fourth down play. That Zach Taylor called on fourth and six, and then they hit that throw Gutsy. uh to, to Jamar Chase. You got
1: to give Joe Burrow that throw. Oh my! That was
3: gosh. Well, the catch and, and then, and Chase. I'd too, give it to God. Chase more
7: than Burrow. Yeah. absolutely. Oh, were, chase good, went man. and got Just it. Just threw so, up in a double coverage. Well, no, but go somebody was it.
1: explaining online how I saw on the Twitter timeline that somebody was saying that Joe Burrow has admitted he'll underthrow Jamar when yeah, he's in double catch coverage. Yeah, so go Chase because Effett, he's, he's down there somewhere. I'm
3: just I'm blown away that one of those guys didn't break on the ball that just kind of blew my mind that they're both there almost kind of paralyzed a yard away from Jamar and just didn't didn't make a, a play on the ball but uh, the, the way the way I'm looking at this is you're talking about a guy that came back from a significant injury and in, on a short work week and was able to go out there and ball and played extremely yeah, effective impressive. and when he, yeah. when they needed it most, he didn't walk, he ran for yeah, a first down. And granted, that could have been what would it have been? A 56-yard field goal something in that neighborhood yeah. if that uh, flag wasn't thrown. It's, Which it's Bucker, 60. Bucker Bucker's got it. It's 60. well, no, Bucker before yeah, the injury.
1: 60? Bucker before the injury would have it. I don't he know still
4: about Bucker. Well, it, was,
3: it was a 45-yard yeah. field it was yeah, a 45-yard field goal. But they had 8 seconds left. They did, but they also yeah. had to
4: complete a pass to get it closer.
3: Yeah. If you don't it's a 60-yard field goal. Well, I understand, but 8 seconds left and we're talking about Mahomes again. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. True. And, so, and Kelsey. True. Yeah. And, and Bucker is is a guy who hits him from mid fifties, a bunch.
1: Yeah. He struggled this year. Yeah. I, I want to read off the leading receivers for both teams to kind of give you an indicator. Mm-hmm. First of all, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys. Ten guys caught passes from Patrick Mahomes, including the likes of Marcus Kemp, who I literally looked at my friends and said, Isn't he a practice squad guy? I'm like, did they call somebody up at halftime because they literally didn't have enough guys? Noah Gray? I did know his name before. We know
7: Noah Gray here. He
1: caught a touchdown against the Jags, so I did know him. Um, Leading receivers for the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, of course. Seven catches, 78 yards, a touchdown that you know marquez valdez scantling six catches 116 yards an average of 19 yards per catch mm-hmm. and a tie.
3: two yeah. weeks for him he's had a, a fairly kind of nondescript year right <clears throat>
1: the next leading receiver isaiah pacheco the Paco. running back five catches for 50 for 59 yards and that's why i was so impressed that Mahomes' average was 7.6 yards a throw because yeah. He was having to, much like Brock Purdy, which we'll get to that game in a, in a little mm-hmm. bit, in a very different light, of course. He wasn't able to air it out that much because Valdez-Scantling was really the only downfield no, threat no. because Canary's and- Tony couldn't catch a cold, and Sky Moore still really hasn't had the returns that they were hoping right, for at Tony this Tony got
3: hurt early. And then McCall after he dro-
1: after he dropped a touchdown yeah. but, but, but then he got, yeah
3: you're right but he got hurt early and then Hardman got hurt and then all of a sudden neither one of them are available so and they f- could not
1: have a vertical passing attack yeah. and they still won the game and
3: did not have a run game okay Pacheco with that one that that run that he had that little catch uh for, for those yards Huge. down the left side Huge. a lot like what he did against Jacksonville yep. it literally, literally looked exactly like the play yes. what he did to Jacksonville it, it, he went it, for 39 it, against Jacksonville checkdowns they, they killed us and they, yeah. they they killed
2: Cincinnati in that game those little, yeah, little has, safety valves, safety valves, yeah, that kind of stuff. Right well,
3: the there. one thing that I was telling you guys, at least the reason why I was on the Chiefs' side is because Mahomes has become a much more check down patient, smart a lot guy, more patient, patient yeah, because absolutely. he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He's not looking for that big play mm-hmm. down the field, and that right. worked out well for him. So,
1: for my Bengals fans, my or, or supporters, not fans, because we're not fans, we're independent mm-hmm. journalists here, but supporters, do you know who the leading rusher for the Cincinnati Bengals was last night?
2: Joe Burrow, probably.
1: Joe Burrow. Four carries for 30 yards. Samaj P. Ryan had 22 yards, and Joe Mixon had 19 yards on eight carries.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He only started running the ball in the fourth quarter. Too. And Mixon Late went year, from a
3: 150-yard multiple touchdown day in the snow to that stat line. So think about this now,
4: and I hate to which be the guy that says this. I hammered on my
3: touchdown props. I, of course. Savage. That's why you're upset, too, which, yeah.
4: is, which is classic. <laughs> I hate to be the guy that says this, okay? Because I love the guy. He had a great year. He had a great year. He was one of the reasons why – this franchise got to the playoffs, but Jamal can hold on to that ball. They go in and they win that game.
8: Yeah. They it's
4: win that real game. real possible. And then you're talking about I don't know that they go to Cincy and win that game, but they clearly, if if the Bengals couldn't protect against the Chiefs' defense, which is a good defense, they're not going to be able to protect against the Jags' defense either.
6: Yeah. Well, that it's, was I a, mean
4: it's it's it. This that was a pretty good. My defense. point is this, and Leon says this all yeah. the time. You have no idea how close you are to that big
2: game yeah. until you get in the tournament.
3: And yep. Apple and, and uh, who was it, Hilton? Those two guys—they were trying to throw at think, them, and thankfully, Mahomes did have. I'm thinking about this: success.
2: a Jaguar offensive line went up against that same chief defensive yep. line yeah. and gave up one sack. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's kind of my point. Yeah, is I don't think people here realize just how close this team was to not only like a turnaround from three yeah. and seven, but all the way to the damn Super Bowl. Right, I mean, now, because I mean,
2: yeah, no, because I mean, everybody's talking about yeah, that that's. You know, this is re- this is good for us move maneuver into next year, but we had a team mm-hmm. that went toe to toe and danced with the devil, yeah, and should have won. Well, it's funny because we're and talking and about go, momentum, and now you go with chemistry. You got memory, exactly, yeah. momentum. You got chemistry. Now you go in the Cincy, <laughs> they struggle.
3: They can't protect. Oh, they can't protect. I'm we're talking saying. about the final four in the AFC, and this team looked. Now, a, a Sunday later, as two more days later, look like they belong just as yeah. much as anybody. Uh, as you mentioned, Agnew, let's at least do this yeah. real quick. Round uh, of uh, round of applause. Uh, uh, that let's just do with that because okay. people tuning in may not realize this. It's worth mentioning. That just happened.
0: Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So
3: Jamal Agnew has been named to the Pro Bowl, which is pretty cool. Nice. Even though we know that he had that mistake, that he probably will lived with for a long time but he'll replace uh Devin Duvernay uh who's unable to participate due to injury so he's heading out to Vegas the will- Pro Bowl games yeah. guys the, yeah, the Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl games yes yeah. <laughs> it's
1: not actually a game anymore but it'll still be it's fun flagged. listen with Jamal, it will be fun with yeah. his skill set he can win some, some of the games nothing about it I will think be he's fun. gonna win some of the games yeah, um, so, so. can you believe first Jaguar Pro Bowler since 2019.
4: Whoa! Yeah, have they yeah. The, Named been- the replacement yet for the for the quarterback?
1: Uh, so it's funny that you bring that up, Matt, because uh, I do see the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures, which you can hit it up at six four one ten ten, reminding us of what it's looking like if both Tua Tagovailoa and Justin Herbert can't play. I mean, he's a lock. No, they go to the fourth alternate. Trevor is the fifth alternate. Who's apparently. the fourth alternate? Snoop Huntley.
3: What? You got to be
4: kidding. What do you mean, Snoop Huntley? Who Snoop?
1: Tyler Huntley.
4: Raven's backup.
1: The Raven's backup. Stop it. Stop stop
4: it. Stop it. So it's a fan vote, basically, is what it is.
1: That's what I'm – I was equally as surprised. I will be shocked if they actually go through with it and don't want to put Trevor out there. But, this yes. is why
7: when it comes down to, like, Hall of Fame voting and people are like, hey, he's so a whatever-whatever-time so all-star, pro bowler, it's like, that means my close boy, to nothing My anymore. boy Chris
1: Ebrio put up the stats, and I saw a couple other people on the Twitter machine did this. Here is Tyler Huntley and Trevor Lawrence stats side-by-side. Side. Um, Tyler Huntley came in as the 38th-rated quarterback in the NFL in fantasy points this year. Trevor was fifth. Um, Tyler Huntley uh, was 75 of 112 this year. Like that—that's that, that's he it. had 75 well, completions. Trevor had well, 387 completions. Listen. Tyler
3: Huntley's a backup quarterback. That's an absolute exactly. sham and slam. Listen, wait a <laughs> first <laughs> of <laughs> all, he listen. only
7: started in probably like five.
4: Days,
3: right. I mean, know, I don't know except. if anybody realizes this, but Tyler Huntley's a backup. And by the way, he, he even literally. missed one of the games God. he could have started due well, to injury. Well, yeah. here,
2: here, let, let me just say how, and, and I'm not—I'm not, I'm not being—I'm not being. This is not me griping because I only made one. Go ahead. Of, gripe. I'm going go, go ahead. I'm going to be the grumpy old man right now. I've—I've—I've for 11 years I've sat and saw the dynamics in which the Pro Bowl is voted on, right? There's no there's no scientific uh, formula for it, all right? Yeah. It's who they remember from last year or how good they were. Favorites. Favorites. It's all about favorites and who you remember. But that's why it took me so long to get in. And I'm not I'm not. granted. Some guys are w- well-deserved. Yeah. But if you, if you saw how w- the players voted for the Pro Bowl, you're, you're the sick. And
3: man. the problem is, is that you were a right guard against a – Host of Hall of Fame type of left go- or left tackles. Excuse me, right tackles. Yeah. Left tackles. Yeah. Oh, boy, I got to take I that mean, just guard like- out of my language. Leon looked at me. He was I about know, to I was the hands right there. <laughs> I about to come over and take Holy him, cow. Mean.
2: Yeah, just, just like the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is no longer the Pro Bowl game. It's the games. All right? I, back when I played, you played in the Pro Bowl because you wanted to play against the best to show them that you deserve to be in the yes, Pro Bowl. Yes. Now the Pro Bowl is what? It's games now. It's the Olympics games. Right. Um, it's so
3: funny. I wish that you would have held Yeah. Activities. It
4: activities. should be. It should just yes. be one like, like like the Heisman. The Heisman gets the quote unquote fan in
3: the
7: vote.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: The entire vote from the fans mm-hmm. is one vote. Right. Mm-hmm.
7: That's right. the way it should be. Do you think I'd they'll rate. make like macaroni picture frames? Bring <laughs> home. Well, let's circle if all this. If you were back a tree, then. what would you
3: be? Let's yeah, as long as it's no. not Fusely Jerry. Turkey, cer- ham, yeah. turkeys. Yeah. Let's circle
1: Fusely this back Jay. though. Yeah. So, what does a Pro Bowl nod actually mean then? No when we that that look goes. at when we well, look at Hall of Fame candidacy, and everyone says, "Well, Fred go. Taylor only made one Pro Bowl." What does the Pro Bowl actually matter now?
3: Yeah, I feel like he was well, voting for I mean, contracts. Be in there.
2: Well, right. it, it looks when you got all pro in front you, it helps right. you contractually.
3: Yeah, oh, it helps greatly. I, but I think when you, like, even though it's still kind of a skewed vote, when you get voted as opposed to, you know, your third or fourth alternate, well, I think that's the distinction. They,
2: that uh, there used to be only two uh, it, it was a first alternate and a second alternate. Now they got third, fourth, and fifth alternates now?
3: Yeah, that's great. Well, it's
4: also, I mean, quite frankly, it's also when your career's over and. You you might be a, a tweener with the hall. It looks a lot better to have those 8 8, you know, 8, eight pro bowl games as opposed to 5. Yeah, that's three, true, right? That's
3: true. That's All right, JJ, a little funky, and this one might be gettable, but it's at least worth bringing up.
0: Time now for a funky fact. Get funky with Funky Buddha.
3: Good craft right there in the cooler section of your local grocer. Check it out. So, Jamal Agnew, what'd you say first pro Bowler since 19? Yep. Is that right? So, he is one of four specialists in Jaguar uniforms that has made it to the Pro Bowl. Who are the other three? Well, Mike Logan. Hollis. Logan.
2: No, Logan's no. never made a Pro Bowl. Oh. Mike Hollis has made a Pro Bowl. Brian Barker's made the Pro Bowl. Scobie? Has Scobie made a Pro Bowl?
1: I don't know.
6: No,
4: I think it's one of their, just like their gunners. Um,
1: or return men.
4: Wait, did, did Nick Sorensen make the Pro Bowl?
3: Nick was a Seattle Seahawks. football fanatic spokesman, and I picked up his tab in Arizona when he had more money than I did. That I know. <laughs> He'll never forget He'll, that. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> I reached in my pocket, and he didn't reach in his. The, really the Maurice Jones Drew make really the Pro Bowl Nasty cash. <laughs> That's a,
2: how very sprayer of him. Right? MJD. Yeah, did oh, he, it was unbelievable. Wow.
3: I was ordering them, and he wasn't paying for them. Did
2: MJD make the Pro Bowl as a rookie? Nope, nope,
3: didn't. I'm All not right, so,
7: shocked that is that kind of guy. Oh.
3: <laughs> let's let's ding it up. Okay. Uh, big sur has got two of the three. So you got Mike Hollis. Mm-hmm.
6: And, Brian and you Barker. got
3: Brian Barker. Brian Barker. So you're gonna get the uh, the big yes sir. The other guy that we did not get, well, axe to the leg, Chris oh. Hansen. Oh, I could have got that. Yeah, yeah, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Didn't there me. you go. Yes, sir. There you Chris go. Han- you know, Chris- the Chris
2: Hansen that played with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it was yeah. about that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah towards
3: yeah. the end. But he's the one – well, actually, I take that back because Chris Hansen was in well, the I'm locker Chris room Hansen. when Jack Del Rio put the big uh, oak oh, stump no, no. in there. And that's Chris when Hansen. they brought the I'm ax in. Yeah. And it was keep chopping wood. And then Hansen goes over there, takes it, mm-hmm. hits the center of this big oak stump. It bounces off and slices open. <laughs> Uh, his it's almost his like catheter. you don't
7: have a personal relationship with the kicker leon that's what it sounded like
2: <laughs> what's that it sounds like you <laughs> no. don't have a
7: personal relationship what? with kickers on your team that's not
2: true because i, I say brian barker and mike hollis yeah he right didn't know that that's true yeah,
3: you knew yeah. them so you definitely get uh,
7: quickly uh, since we're talking about specialists before we break i must say this i love logan cook he's always been one of my favorite jaguars but that Chiefs punter is so much better than oh, him. Tommy Townsend.
1: Oh
3: my god, he's the Florida
1: best. Florida Gator. Okay. okay I Gator. Didn't know
3: that. Yeah, you figure there were two former Gators on that uh, field last night, just both of them were specialists. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they, they weren't stars. It was McPherson and Townsend. It's XL prime time.
7: Second
0: and goal. Johnson sprinkle. Touchdown. Jeremy Sprinkle, 6-yard touchdown reception. 36 yards right down the middle. That's it. Zeros on the clock. The Redskins have come from behind to win. We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
1: I thought we were coming back with a jabroni.
3: Well, just to give you an idea of how old that cut is, yeah. it was the Redskins that were playing. And it was against your Jacksonville Jaguars. And that was one of the signature wins that one Josh Johnson had in his playing career in the National Football League. By the way, you go back, and I'm sure there's a Jaguar fan out there that can remember this. You hit the text line, designed by Lifetime and Closures. This dude was picked up off the scrap heap uh, then, came in and won that football game against this uh, defense.
1: I'll never forget that game. Although you did have the D.D. Westbrook return for a touchdown, didn't you? The punt return for a touchdown? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that, was, was, at the, that yeah, was I think I,
7: that was Castle, or what? What was the guy's name? Uh, the other quarterback
3: that he came in y- you for. You and
7: no for the Jags. You and Hack argued to death about whether oh. this guy should. It was play. Cody Kessler. Cody, Cody
3: Kessler. Kessler, yes. yes. And, and again, I'm right because I very simply stated, if you can't beat that guy out, how bad are you? And that's what it was. It was it was Cody Kessler, Blake Bortles. Not a lot of discernible difference at the end of that year.
1: And then Nick Foles.
7: Yeah. Cody wow. Kessler, by the way, nine of seventeen for fifty-seven yards in that game. Cody and Kessler
1: uh, did beat the Indianapolis Colts a week later, though six nothing. Never forget, poor <laughs> oh yeah. Andrew Lowe. Maybe that's what broke him. Um, speaking, we'll
4: never forget that. Yeah. Trust me.
1: Speaking of people who are broken, uh, can we talk about Joey Bosa? Did the Jaguars break him? Y'all see that video?
6: Huh? No. Um, the uh-huh. pregame.
1: Oh, oh. Well, so as we segue now, we talked about Be- Bengals Chiefs, which obviously was the highlight of yesterday's championship round. But we will touch a little bit on the Eagles and the Niners. Pre-game yesterday, Joey Bosa walking mm-hmm. into Lincoln Financial Field to support his brother of right. the San Francisco 49ers. He had a 49ers jacket on, and some Eagles fans are poking fun at him, and he starts jawing melt- and melting down and screaming at them. And I-, I think they broke him. He was already broken, yeah. but but now now I I think all the wheels have fallen off.
3: Yeah, he's an angry
4: angry man. An I do love elf. the fact that he used the "I'm rich" line too, which is great. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Because when you are rich, and he is rich, yeah. it's awesome when you use that. You word. really yeah. don't have anything to come back <laughs> No, nope, there's,
3: there's zero comeback. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at the video of Josh Johnson beating the Jags, and it was uh, Doug Marone's Jaguars, <laughs> and it was against old uh, Jay Gruden. Who wasn't... Uh, well, I'm
1: pretty sure still lives here.
3: Yeah, wasn't that far from or, yeah, uh, joining this uh, I- I franchise. I was going to
1: say, I'm pretty sure he still has a house here. His family <laughs> loved it so much. I, I think he's just chilling.
3: By yeah. the way, Josh
7: Johnson's one touchdown in that game. It's Josh, correct? Yes. I mean, he's been in the league for a thousand years. I yes. should know that. His one touchdown is one of his 13 for his career, which he's played 15 seasons on fourteen teams, so yes, he has more teams and seasons played than career
2: touchdown pass.
1: Fourteen teams, so and and we had to well, watch that. He's yesterday. closing in on Same. half the league.
2: Well, listen, you got to give the kids some. You got to give him some credit. Yeah. If he's if he's been in the league that long, that means the kids to have some kind of. He's like something he, upstairs to where oh, his organizations yes. keep bringing him back. He's got to have the smarts and what he is. Got to understand what he's doing. Maybe
7: he brings in donuts or. Oh, like
2: stop! He, I, you don't, I don't
3: know what he. You does. do not play in the league
2: fifteen <laughs> years bringing in donuts.
3: Now it's so funny because he. He may not even be on opening day <laughs> rosters, but he is that guy. To your point, yeah. Leon, he's that guy that's prepared, in shape, can there learn a playbook, that all part. that stuff. And he yeah. is he's the – in a pinch guy. And he and is uh, – I don't know how much he's made. I'm sure it's pretty good. And in the
2: production meeting, I broke down to J.J. what his pinch is going to look like. So Please yeah, tell he's the real, air. He's gonna, he's gonna you must a, tell the listeners gonna, this. Oh, oh, well, when he turns 55, let me just say this. He's probably going to be sitting on somewhere between 20 to
3: 22,000
2: a month.
6: Oh. For the rest of his life. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I could do
1: that. I'm just reading
3: I'm reading off a of big cat that yeah, that game that. back in twenty eighteen. Yeah. That Josh Johnson had to play Madden. To get ready that. for the game oh so he could my. learn the player's name. God. Somewhere,
1: Kyler Murray is smiling. Um, maybe it's because we're talking about it and Big Brother is always watching, but this one just popped up in my timeline from Brady Quinn during yesterday's 49ers-Eagles game. Mm-hmm. He said, this is painful to watch. If the NFL hadn't gotten rid of the third quarterback designation, we wouldn't be having this problem. Apparently, it wasn't worth it to the NFL PA.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm
1: curious, your your perspective on that.
3: I, no- think, I, think, I think what we are suffering from is a – at, after you have – and I'm just going to say maybe seven-eighths of the National Football League starting quarterbacks. I'm not going to go 100% is basically what I'm saying, uh, that you have a massive drop-off in quarterback talent. And so maybe that's basically what he's talking about. You need to have those guys, not let it count against your roster, give those guys a chance to develop. I mean, does that is that what you're reading into that?
1: I mean I'm reading it into that but also that you can't really have a third quarterback backing up like even if it's your practice squad quarterback because let's be real by games end it was shocking that Christian McCaffrey didn't have to throw more passes he I, had the I green dot right and and listen heaven forbid that situation was to happen in Jacksonville yes Logan Cook mm-hmm. would be the quarterback but at least Logan Cook warms up with the quarterbacks during pregame warmups and so mm-hmm. I think what Brady Quinn is saying is at that moment I don't know who the practice squad quarterback is for the 49ers but like, can't but, can't you have him, him as chance. the emergency but, kid? Yeah.
2: But, but here's here's the thing that every everything doesn't have it's not supposed to have a remedy. That's just a, that's the nature of the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fact that all their quarterbacks went down. I mean, so be it. Then you just got to find a way to win. I mean, we're trying to create all these different remedies to make sure everything's fair. Football is not fair. I agree Every, with that, but, is, but no. as a viewer, we're screwed. Well, you yeah, we're just like with I the I, g- I can't well, watch this. It well, sucks. Well, 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 for the purists, I, I find it <laughs> I find it okay. McCaffrey <laughs> out yes, there. Yes, yeah. It, you, <laughs> you can't I have a remedy. Y'all, rem- y'all want to well, make a remedy. Y'all want a remedy for we everything. Have this issue. You want a remedy for the the overtime. Everybody should touch the ball in overtime. We got that. I mean, you want a remedy to have a quarterback. Everybody should have a quarterback towards the end. No, it happens. It's too easy for them to go into the protocol
7: nowadays. Though. like Come back on. in your day they didn't you know like a hit like that on the quarterback they're not leaving the game nowadays they have to leave if you have a concussion you have to leave the game so it's like it's really easy for these quarterbacks to not be able to play yeah, so yeah we should have one. a third
3: quarterback yeah they jumped no. out pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you you, you don't the- like the emergency quarterback like at these <laughs> well there's just not enough good quarterbacks honestly right now out there who, you who, like
2: who are you going to bring out there who 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 are you going to bring well, out well somebody that could
4: throw the ball at least maybe no, it, it won't. It won't add up.
3: They got to deal with it. You just got to deal with it.
4: Good. I'd imagine the story that could happen if somebody actually came out in that game and played well enough, and they won. Somebody like I don't know a former third string, Brock like, Osweiler. Like I don't like, know. Right. I don't know a former third string like Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. Blake Bortles. Because, it, because you had them. You had the block. I know, and he that's, got that's hurt kind of in my, the game. Right, but that's kind of my point: is if things played out how they typically play out with the Niners, and they don't need a third-string quarterback all year, then all of a sudden in the in the, in the pro in the AFC Championship or NFC Championship game, they're down to their third quarterback, and this guy named Brock Purdy runs on the field, Mr. Irrelevant. What do you think he's going to do? We already saw what he did when he got on the field. But well, that wouldn't be a great story?
3: You
2: had the story for seven
3: weeks. Yeah, and I was going to say, there just aren't enough good quarterbacks. Come on, they're, Iowa, you're not going to back me on this? Yeah, Seriously. There are not enough good
4: quarterbacks.
3: I'm
1: seeing the text yeah. line is wondering uh, if Blake – Mr. Bortles, listening in Ponte Vedra, yeah. would you be interested well, in, in, in uh, playing so, this third, this third uh, emergency quarterback role? Yeah, it's oh, funny. Yeah, TLD,
3: uh, TLD, the lovely Diane, jumped on. Uh, she was talking about the <laughs> boat as soon as this happened. Where is Blake? Where is Blake? Why isn't he on So a, you're uh, against it. You're against know, it. Yeah. Against it. yeah.
4: Well, you want nothing to do with it. Uh,
3: no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any problem with that. I, I, I guess our points, if we marry them up, it's it's having the availability, not letting it count against your who's dressing yeah. that day. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And you might get a good story. I just know that we haven't seen enough of them to well, make it. You know and if get and if he story.
4: has to play you got to immediately then take one guy off. Whoever's whoever's well, out there can't play. Yeah. You know teamers. What? Let, you know what?
2: Let's just have an emergency for everyone. Emergency lineman, <laughs> yeah.
3: guard, center. Why would the though, tight end? Man. I'm just saying. Well, it's- in
7: college they do. I like The rosters are massive.
3: And then we can go mm-hmm. the way of baseball, JJ, where they have one designated hitter for both teams. Uh, remember that? in The strike? They were going to go ahead and try and, and put that out there. Dude, right? I don't
7: even remember that, and yeah.
2: I'm so glad I don't remember that. <laughs> How about, that, that makes
7: was, me it was sick. Sick.
2: yeah. Y'all want, per, y'all want football to be the perfect science. It's an imperfect science. Yeah. It's true.
1: How about this one off the text line? No, we
7: just want a quarterback. No, you don't. No, you don't. Position. You oh. want remedies for everything.
1: How about this one, Leon? This is courtesy of 8767. It should be a mystery quarterback in the locker room that comes out like the Royal Rumble, a throwback like Terry Br- Bradshaw has to pay. I'd pay for that. Yeah, that's what
2: that's
3: what we're going to be. Best idea. I, I like
1: that. By the way, poor Terry Bradshaw, man. I love him to death, but did you see him post game yeah. doing oh. the uh, doing the ceremony? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It, it's yeah. He's, he's
1: getting up there, man, and, well, uh, He's it's, getting a little worried about old Terry. It's it's
3: it's not well, corny course course ish I but I missed it. yeah. It. What happened? He like
1: yeah. he was do- so he was doing the trophy he has to do presentation, the presentation. Yeah. um, mm-hmm. but uh let let's just say all the hits to the head, maybe catching up, and I've heard that from people but who have been it, around him. Yeah. So he he like asked all of a sudden he goes Jalen, sing, fly, Eagles, fly, one, two, three, and so then thankfully Jalen Hurts like played along with it yeah. and was like, all right, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Wow. But uh, it was it was almost a very awkward.
3: He's moment. just out there. He's just trying to be a little uh, crazy, sensational, and then also the hearing the part oh, yeah. of that. You know they yeah. got all this stuff going on, and so uh, the the lost in translation just a little bit. All right. Now speaking of the Eagles. I'm going to speak about New York. Does that make any sense? But let's go ahead and make this the 10-10 take, JJ, because it makes no sense to me.
0: Now, Joe sees 10-10 take. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue. Local pit since 68.
3: Now, Sonny's has got your big game, big game party plans taken care of. All you got to do is text the word Sunny's to 641-1010 for a chance to win a pigskin party. From Sonny's for 10 people. It's their big game giveaway. So text Sonny's to six We're going to hook somebody up with a $250 prize there. We'll also have a bunch of others winning dinners for two. So text Sonny's to 641-1010. I couldn't believe it. Now, in New York, apparently they're following the trend that is the SEC. Yep. And the SEC fans, if one team wins, we're all winners, you know. And so you get to pile on with them and celebrate with them, and you get to chant SEC. The Empire State Building in the city of New York lit up in green and white with a fly eagle's fly. This is a week after they beat the New York Giants. To knock them out of the postseason, and they decided in New York, all inclusive that they are, that they were going to go ahead and congratulate Philadelphia. Have they gone the SEC rogue on us? I could not believe it. That is the 10-10 take, Leon. I'm looking at your face when that – I mean, honestly, what is going on? Does everyone want to be part of the winner? Is there no sanctity
2: and hate? There's nothing – sacred anymore i'm
1: yeah. just so glad that Joe, uh, they, John, Joe, new so york is, York's philly, I is hate
2: cheering you. philly yeah. for going to the super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. East,
1: nfc east <laughs> nfc east i'm so <laughs> i am so glad that you took this take the way oh. that you did because i oh thought the same gosh. thing this morning at the oh. gym i was like my goodness they don't even know what the sec is in new jersey no. and yet here they are rooting for their division and rooting for the conference I could With, not believe how do the jets fans feel that's what i oh. want to know
3: oh, i just couldn't Jeez. believe it yeah, they wake up and they see the green and white. They're like, oh, is there something about us? No, no, no. It's about Philadelphia. <laughs>
0: that just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: In case you missed it this hour, one day, actually less than one day after parting ways with the Dallas Cowboys, offensive coordinator Kellen Moore has agreed to become the Los Angeles Chargers' new OC per the NFL Network, ESPN, The Athletic, and multiple other outlets. Kellen mm-hmm. Moore um, has mutually parted ways, mutually parted ways, Leon, with the yeah. Cowboys. Mike McCarthy expected to take over play-calling duties. Wow.
2: That well, listen, I, I think Kellen Moore upgraded as far as the quarterback goes. I think Dak Prescott's – he, he, the ceiling is the roof, whatever. When, mm-hmm. it, it, he's hit a ceiling, yeah. Absolutely, he's hit, he's hit his ceiling. I think Justin Herbert in the future – He's, he's still ascending. Yeah if, oh, you can, yeah. if you can get that kill
3: over the top, oh, wow. I was I it's was a, really shocked at how Dak played this year. It was a oh, terrible, it was terrible year. And, Since his
2: comeback, he led the NFL in interceptions, didn't he?
3: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, and he was right there at the top in, in, in giveaways and pick sixes, too. And the thing is, is that – uh, if if Mike McCarthy ascends to that play-calling role, I think it's trouble for Dallas even more than they have right now. Uh, Jerry Jones says he hopes he's there in, as long as Tom Landry was there. I don't know what's going on well, in, in well, Dallas, but that's that's not – at least I give Kellamore Moore credit for saying, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and make my well, own re, uh, resume and reputation. I'm going to go somewhere.
2: Else. Well, you, you also got to look at Dak Prescott and how many years he's got left on his contract. and and how committed they are to him. He's only got, what, two years left on his contract? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And if he's got two years left on his contract, he he keeps uh, descending the way he's playing. Soon enough, they're going to be looking for another quarterback. He's going to be moved on. Yeah, because he might. has not – He is under. he's on, underwhelmed in that contract. Uh, the amount of money that they pay him, the amount of money that he demanded after he got hurt, yeah. over $40 million, yeah. and not to take them over to the top, at least to the conference championship game, or Super Bowl and beyond, yeah. he is under – He's underperforming. At my position. He's underperforming. Yeah, and that play and play
3: the way he played the other. Yes. Uh, the, in that loss to San Francisco was terrible. It was Dac- a low-scoring game. He had a chance maybe to make plays and he didn't.
1: Dak's cap number, twenty twenty-three. What do you think it is? His oh, it's in the
3: fifties. Um, 49.7.
4: 49.
3: Yeah.
1: Ooh. give him a yes, sir, JJ. Yeah. So it's
3: right there at fifty. I mean, that's just. It's
1: forty-nine point one three, but we'll give yeah. you the point wow. seven. Yeah. That is twenty-three million dollars more than the next highest paid player on the Dallas Cowboys and that's Demarcus Lawrence Mm -hmm.
3: and it's he was the guy we talked about this before the first guy to reach for 40 and 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 everyone said you've got to be out of your mind because I think the high high point at that high watermark was 33 million something like that he said he wanted to see something or his agent said want to see something in the 40 range he got it and now he ain't got it he's not delivering uh on that money and you can take a look at a few of the other guys. Uh, Aaron Rodgers slipping just a little bit towards the end of uh, of this season. You're going to find out whether or not they're going to have to be on the hook for that $50 million. Those are some expensive contracts and cap figures.
1: Zeke is on the payroll as of now for this upcoming season in Dallas. He would be a cap number of $16.7 million. Yeah. But then, of course, Tony Pollard, set to be an unrestricted free agent, the assumption was they were going to franchise tag him. They still may, but knowing that he has that injury, the, to- the broken fibula, mm-hmm. There's a lot of big questions going on in the Big D, and so that's why as much as we joke about mutually parting ways with Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore may have just said, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I don't want to deal with what's coming down the pipeline I, because that team is in their – they are in their window and we're on the tail end of yeah.
3: our window. And Brandon Staley also is feeling some pressure to make sure he doesn't get run out for not delivering Justin Herbert to the promised land w- with a good offense. And so the other thing that is curious, the fact that Moore is doing it, is that Dan Quinn is happy to stay where he's at, and I don't know whether Dan Quinn is just thinking uh, I'm going to pass on some of these other jobs because I I'm going to get this one. I don't know whether that would be the case, but Dan Quinn has pulled himself out of consideration for not not defensive coordinator jobs, head coaching jobs.
1: Speaking of oh, surprise, speaking of head coaching jobs, I saw one of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, not the Phoenix Cardinals, uh, beat reporters tweeted this morning about something, you know lamenting the fact that they have candidates that are just now having first-round interviews for the head coaching position in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And there was a peace and a sense of calm that washed over me, knowing that we don't have to deal with that anymore, but also knowing that when this franchise in this town was in that situation a year ago, everybody else was hiring their guy. Right. It was only the Jags that seemingly were stuck in the muck, and now it seems like everybody is kind of stuck in translation.
3: Yeah, it's it's so funny when you go back and look at the timeline, and we are not yet – to the anniversary of Doug Peterson being hired. Uh, we will celebrate that on Friday. That, I believe, will be the anniversary of Doug Peterson being announced as the new head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should Rangers.
7: we make a reservation, a hotel reservation
3: or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that, probably. Some bubbly. Yeah. I mean, think about that. He had not been hired by this time a year ago, and and now look where this team's at. They're just days removed from the end of the season. They played that team, as Maddie said earlier, straight up, the team that is now going to the Super Bowl. And and Mahomes has got a chance for a second ring, a third Super Bowl appearance. A lot of greatness uh, that he is, you know, accomplishing. And we're going to find out whether this team can get right back in that Final Four party uh, in the AFC. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills got to be wondering what's going on with them too.
1: Because their window is also closed. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, and, And Allen has to clean some stuff up. We mentioned with Dak. Josh Allen's got to quit giving the ball away.
1: You want to throw a party again on Friday after our Deweys this past Friday? I'd
7: be down for a party every week. It was a banner
1: week on XL Primetime last week, folks. In case you missed any of it, be sure to check out on the 1010XL social channels. We had the Dewey Awards on Friday. Our thanks to Andrew Wingard and so many others for participating. And then, of course, on Thursday, Big Lee.
3: Well, it's got funny. his tattoo.
1: How is it feeling, buddy boy?
2: Uh it's feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah.
3: And JJ wasn't able to see it because it was under wraps right. on Friday. Mm-hmm. So this was the first look that that J- JJ. What did you think? I'm
7: impressed. It looks great.
3: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's it's perfect pretty, size. Yeah. Yeah. How when does the, it feel, when, by the way? When the gun shows out. It
2: feels now, pretty good. Yeah. It feels pretty good. I'm, I I I that I'm doing a lot more curls now that I got mm. the tattoo. Just <laughs> with
3: one arm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what did uh What did all your former Jag buddies think of it on Sunday at the party?
2: Uh, well, none of them showed. Yeah, yeah. sad. You know, they. they you know,
3: they, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you're alright with yeah. it. I'm all right, you're right. at peace. I'm at peace. You don't care. You had just some other friends Mangler who made, just, just because Mangler made just, uh, well, a mistake you know, and made no, it dry no. January. Nah,
2: you well, know, not thinking. so much Mangler. They, they, Mangler
1: they, still should have come for the wing stop.
2: Yeah. Now nah, you know. He listen. He's he's he's. He's been committed to so many other different things that I've done, so he gets a pass. Okay, all right, good. All those other other bottom feeders that didn't show up. All
3: right, into the 1 o'clock hour, let's at least take a peek, okay, because we will have what I will describe as a free agent wish list, and that is first and foremost. Before we talk draft, that free agent class is going to be key.
1: I also want to get Leon's take on Kayvon Thibodeau Mm -hmm. going off on Twitter last night going against some legendary NFL players and basically saying that you're a nobody, I'm a somebody. Between this and the Empire State Building, uh, they got some issues up there in the Big Apple. It's XL Primetime. Yeah!
0: Kick it! Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta
6: fight! For your right
0: to party! We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
3: Ha <laughs> I love it. We've got our uh, big hair, heavy metal Friday. We might have to include a little rap and some, uh, some Beastie in there on Friday. That was just awesome. Awesome. And by the way, Kelsey uh, was photobombing or just crashing the interview that Tracy Wolfson had with Pat bombs And... And he went with that, you know, burrow head, my aunt. And it was just classic. Uh, and teams, they listen to all that chatter and that
1: Can we all also uh, give a shout out to, I've already predicted what the number one storyline going into the Super Bowl between the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs will be. What side line will Donna Kelsey, their mother with her mm-hmm. split jersey, be sitting on?
3: Of course, that will be the number one I oh.
1: can't wait for local news stations around the country to be fixated on the soccer moms. That was a
3: big um,
7: Miss Bowden thing. Yeah? Whenever Clemson played Florida State every year. Oh,
1: yeah. okay. I like that. Well, I like her split jersey, and I'm sure she'll just be in a suite somewhere. So, I mean, she could be in neutral territory.
3: Well, they're going to play that one to wait, wait. It's going to end wait. up making me puke. There are
4: no split jerseys.
7: Yeah, yeah. there are. Look yeah. at this. No, no, I know there are. All. all I'm yeah. saying
4: is, in theory – yeah, you Look, think she's cheering down, for one over the deep, other? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Now, see, deep I can down buy in that. every brother's heart, they're not going to admit this. Jason, they're cheering for one over the other. Yeah, Jason's exactly. saying
3: Travis is your favorite, I know, and Travis is probably saying the same thing. Who's, Travis. Saying, Travis I same thing. Who's younger? That might happen. Travis. Well, I mean,
1: Travis is the younger. Like, said, one of them, not, one one not, one not,
3: of them
4: was a pain in the ass for when they were growing believe up. One of them was Travis. Yeah, exactly. And the one who wasn't is the one she's hoping. Exactly, Jason.
2: The, the lineman are more lovable. Well, know and the Jason's getting unlovable.
1: towards the tail end of his career. Leon, would you think he retires?
2: <laughs> Who's that, Jason, Jason Kelsey, Kelsey? After this, I don't know. He, I mean, right now he's he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league. I mean, you can so leave on man. top. You man. can leave on top of it, but it's going to be cake for him moving on. I mean, the, the organization is going to take care of him. As far as training camp and all that other kind of stuff goes, it just depends on how his body feels. Well, but they're if they're built won- to win. They are built to oh, win, Oh, yeah, built man. to win. Absolutely. I think I tell you be, who's yeah, going to yeah. try to talk him to stay another year or two or whatever. It might be uh, Jalen Hurts. He'll be a media darling,
4: oh, I thought too, you were whenever say he Mrs. steps Kelsey. away. Because uh, Mrs. Kelsey might try and talk to him. Too. Yeah, uh, The wife, not the mother. Oh, the wife. Yeah yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He'll be a media darling, though, when he steps away. He'll be oh, a yeah. guy. He, yeah, he's oh, got yeah, that personality. Of course, Travis Kelsey will be a superstar, too. So, I'm looking here. Uh, drafted 197th overall. Wow. Think about that. So, you can find them. Let's segue here because 197th overall. We all think that the top draft picks are the only ones that can pan out. No, you got to have those guys through and through your draft. That's
2: someone just did their homework, 197th pick overall. Yeah. Always say, listen, the first and second round, always get all the glitz and glamour and the glory. But your team is built from the third round on. Mm-hmm. Those – those worker bees. Yep. Those those are guys that, that that play like Kelsey. That play forever. that are solid foundations for your team moving forward.
1: Well, yeah. Tyree Kill, and I understand part of that was because yeah, of because his of troubled his, history. One hundred and sixty fifth overall.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah was it was a gamble. Problem, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And Andy Reid is now renowned for taking guys with a questionable up, you know, history at the college ranks and in high school.
4: Thug life questionable, by the way. If Tyree Kill did yeah. today what he did then, he does not play in
3: the NFL. Yep. Yeah.
4: Pro- or. Yeah, he, he punched his pregnant girlfriend oh, in the I, stomach. I
3: totally get it. I totally get it. it yeah. not, He's not playing yeah, in the NFL yeah, right now. No, yeah. no probably way. not. No chance. Yeah, probably not. They would probably figure out a way not to not to allow him. But look, there. This is uh, uh, this is not the first lesson that we will hear about coaches taking chances on players. No, why? We. Why do they take chances on players? Because they think those players can make plays. He's for He's super them. fast. Yeah. Good, right. Right. That's why. Right. Uh, it will always be that. I way. I
1: forgot Tyreek <clears throat> Hill. Sorry, I went down the Wikipedia University <clears throat> um, rabbit hole. And he medaled. He got a gold medal at the World Junior Championships in the four by one hundred. Yeah, he's just wild. wild. Twenty twelve Barcelona. Cheetah. My goodness, yeah, I mean, that
3: guy did more. So, uh, all right. So we, we start thinking about what was on the football field last night, yesterday, that this team's missing. Leon, you you now I, I, I'm just going to keep saying it, Whoa. and we'll probably have a good debate as we go along. They have spent money on the pass rush. They yeah. think Trayvon Walker is going to be a guy that's still going to be rushing off the edge. We know that Josh Allen is coming into his fifth year. They have spent money on that. I want a Chris Jones type of player. I want an interior impact guy. I still think the pass rush is nowhere near where it needs to be.
2: Well, I mean, that, that's the only thing that I, I, I watch you both the that, game. That's the reason why I was so frustrated watching the AFC Championship game because I'm saying to myself, if this Jaguar team had a pass rush, a legitimate pass rush, that we would have went toe-to-toe either one of these teams. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't thinking about offensive line because our offensive line might be, not might be, is better than Cincinnati's, and would go toe-to-toe with Kansas City. Trevor and Patrick Mahomes, they could battle it out. They're going to be battling it out for the next decade or so or whatever. So I, I was trying to find something that we're, we're missing that these other teams had. But, and I said to myself, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. If we had a Jamar Chase, we don't have a Jamar Chase. As 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 fantastic a wide receiver core that we had, or, approved, approved. Kelsey, what or it's a Kelsey for what's fair, or a Kelsey. Yeah. But, but I, if we had a Jamar Chase, someone that could stretch the field, who can? It was literally half the times that Joe Burrow mm-hmm. was throwing the ball up there, he knew Jamar was going to go get it. Mm-hmm. Or oh, even Higgins. What, what was that? T, Higgins. T yeah. Higgins, Higgins in the end zone. Was that oh in the end zone? Gosh. He threw that. He threw that that, that that jump pass in the end zone. He knew he was going to go get it and score.
4: By the way, he also threw a perfect
2: fade to Hayden Hurst.
4: He did. Aiden Hurst dropped, which I But the T. Higgins? Yeah, You're talking talking about a big man throw. that went up and got it. Oh, it was it was
3: it was oh. I
2: mean it was that's arched. that
1: possession receiver yes. that this team needs. Yes. Especially if Marvin Jones is in the Jones, red zone. Right, yes, especially absolutely. in the red zone number one, and especially if Marvin Jones is gonna mm-hmm. walk in free agency. I agree. And I saw a great tweet and I, I'll find it later. It, somebody said it's great that you can have a good wide receiver room, but to beat the Chiefs and to beat the Bengals, you need to have a mutant Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. on the yeah. offensive side of the ball. Well, you need a freak. Yeah. You need yeah, a Chase. You, well, well, that's
2: you, need, you're you need a Calvin. Yeah, yeah that's what you're hoping the Calvin will, yeah. will, uh, yeah. really comes in. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, that, But it has to be size and speed. Size and speed. Because Christian Kirk is quick, but he doesn't have the size. you got to have that, that combo action. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So, I want to read this off. So, uh, I went over to top free agents mm-hmm. this, pe- this upcoming offseason. We've talked a lot in the last few weeks, the revelation that I think You know, it's a fact that got buried in the 2022 NFL season that the Philadelphia Eagles, this is saucy-nug, JJ, Mm -hmm. went from 29.5 sacks as a team to 70-plus this season with four guys having double-digit sacks.
4: Saucy-nugs.
1: Four of those guys are pending free agents. Mm -hmm. Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, who, of course, they traded from the Bears. He's not one of those guys with double digits. Mm -hmm. Brandon Graham and Javon Hargrave.
3: I'm, I'm looking at Hargrave right now. He's 29 years old, okay? He's 29 years old. He's 6'2", 305 pounds. Leon, this is where I'm going with that interior guys. Now, Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox, okay? Mm-hmm. That guy, he could fall under the rarest rare heading because he's been making a living uh, as a big man for a long time. But a Hargrave type of guy, especially if you're looking and going, okay, you got Devon, you got Fadakasi, what exactly do you have? And are, are they going to lean towards a four-man front? That guy right there, Hargrave, you might want to put some money in his back pocket.
2: Yeah, I mean, because – He can stop the run and he can rush the passer. That's what we're missing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we we, we're missing somebody interiorly who can be disruptive, who on one on one battles against your guard can or or can can beat them off the rush and then can can collapse the pocket when it comes to the run game. That that's the kind of guy that you want. Someone who can stuff the hole in the run and someone can get out to the passer interiorly. That's what we're missing.
3: By the way, a a disruptor.
2: Disruptor, absolutely.
4: Yeah, a guy that will make Devon Hamilton a lot better.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. He Absolutely. was a draft pick of Pittsburgh in the third round and then became a Philadelphia Eagle. And, mm-hmm. and so all, all over the Keystone State, but make an impact. <clears> that's <throat> for sure.
1: By the way, Jason Kelsey is set to become a free agent at the end of this year. He is also on this list. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious if, you know, 35 years old, if they do go out on top, does he say, see ya, it's been a good run in Philadelphia. They already drafted his replacement out of Nebraska, right, Matt, in the this past off season, They got uh, – Eagles? Yeah, the Eagles. They drafted – what's-his-face – Blanking on his name. Mm-hmm. Hold from, on. From Nebraska? Yeah, it was the kid from Nebraska. Because a lot of people thought they were going to go for Linderbaum. Hold on, I'm going to find his yeah. name. Uh, Cam Jurgens. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember him. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Remember that at all, yeah, good player. So, so they
1: already yeah. have the in-house replacement in the yeah. building. So that's why I'm very curious to see in what direction the Eagles go. And moreover, as much as Howie Roseman is going to probably clean up all the Executive of the Year awards, there's a lot of pieces on that Eagles team. To so your point off the top of the show, Leon, of mm-hmm. you don't realize. How little your window is to have that same group of guys that is having success and it's a great locker room before it's gone because they got a ton of guys that yes I know they have cap space and I know they have a top ten pick again this year because of the trade with the Saints. They're gonna have to say goodbye to some guys in Philadelphia.
2: Well, well you listen. Outside of the New England Patriots, whose window was like ten years open, more most of the NFL teams that I've been on, the window is like four years. As far as as far as. Four years as far your draft pick development, and then your free agents to kind of fit in. You give yourself those four year windows where you spend money and you draft right, and you think if you got the right components, the right Mm -hmm. elements within the locker room, that you give yourself a four year window to compete.
4: So that you know, you know, what question now is hanging out there: Has the Jags window officially begun with this season? It has to be yes. So yeah, and we're ahead one, of schedule. We're three, ahead of schedule.
2: You got three or four more years. to Three or four take more years. Absolutely, through free agency, through draft picks, through development of your young talent, all that kind of stuff. You got Even the same same coaching staff, that all that stuff.
3: Three years of Trevor's rookie contract. Yes, right. So that'll help.
2: Yeah, that's going to help. Because I mean, you're going to more than likely, Trevor. This is what you. Two with Travis Compton? Yeah. They're going to so extend than, him after next year. So after though. next year, more than likely, he has the same kind of year he had this year. they are going to eat him, that, that, that. That's what the first, Yeah, you're going to eat those two years.
1: Which, speaking of numbers and cents.
0: That
2: just happened.
0: Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just
1: about 15 minutes ago, the NFL informed teams that the 2023 salary cap will be a record $224.8 million per club. That is up from $208.2 million. This past
3: season. So it was anticipated to be one of the bigger salary cap boost that this, uh, that the NFL has seen in a little while, and it's going to make guys happy, but that's a $20 million increase, 20 million. Uh, Jacksonville's got to fight like heck to get uh, in back into the black where they, you know, they don't have a salary cap number right now that's in the red and it's over the salary cap that will give them a little bit more opportunity, but also gives plenty of those other teams. Uh, wiggle room when it comes to spending. Like, let me just give you another example. This is another guy that I would like to see them make a play for. I don't know whether they can get him or not. But Deron Payne uh, of Washington, former Crimson Tide interior guy. Listen to these numbers, Leon. 95 quarterback pressure since the start of 2021. That's the 10th most uh, among interior defenders. He is a guy that absolutely can wreak havoc. And if you go back, 86 defensive stops against the run, uh, over a three-year period. That's the most in the National Football League. Now, that is a man playing, you know, interior A grown man. That's a grown-ass grown, yeah. A grown yeah. Ass man. Yeah, And I don't know whether they're going to have that type of money, but that's a, another guy that we should be looking at in the free agent market.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about what, – what are you going to do with Fudacasi? I, I mean, you gave him I, big money. He could be the
3: three if they were to go to a four-man front. Yeah, they got to go for a man front. This is what Coach Camp- Campo talked about, Matt, is that if mm-hmm. they do go with an even man front – Fodakasi could be that three. You're going to have well, either Devon. More important,
4: Trayvon now has a position.
3: Yeah. He's your anchor in. Yes.
4: He's opposite, he's your of, of, he's you. out, he's opposite of your rush in. Yeah. He's your, he's your anchor
3: guy. Yeah. yeah. Does that Just, then
1: allow you to say goodbye to Roy Robertson Harris or you move him inside?
3: You might be able to move him inside move too. move him inside. Yeah. What well, you got? And then you'd have a Fodakasi. Well, he's, I mean, going he's, he's, to re-
2: he's going to renegotiate his contract in order to, to keep him here. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't think. Uh, and that's where they'll get a little upfront money if they can do yeah. some of those things. Uh, Hayes Carline did a really good piece, 1010XL.com. Go check it out, where he went through a lot of possibilities, not just uh, you know uh, pie in the sky stuff. <clears throat> this is what you need to do to get under the cap. These are the guys right. that you prioritize. These are the contracts you take it's a look fantastic. at, massaging, and, and you yeah. might be able to do that. That's fantastic. For sure.
4: I, so what I'm hearing from you, from you two, then is you guys think interior, interior are what they need? Paramount. Yes, yes.
2: A run stopper and, and and a pass rusher, and, and a Warren, a Warren Sapp sort of say, mm. A Dominique Suey. Early in these
1: years. What are you thinking, Matt?
4: No, I, I think they need a corner. I think they yeah. need a third corner.
3: And I, and I know that's that's probably where you and Coach will land. And I'm fine. I,
4: it's just a passing league, man. It's especially in the AFC with all these quarterbacks. Yeah, we, we, we you got to affect the quarterback and you got to cover.
3: We can't ignore that they struggled getting to a quarterback. Quarterback's jersey very clean at end of game, not good. But you also can't get away from the fact that Trey Herndon was put in a very important role. And Darius Williams had to slide over because either other guys were hurt or weren't performing. I, I, that is significant. Yeah, I, I agree.
4: You. And to your point about it, you think it, that the that the the rush will allow you to get it yeah. a corner deeper. I don't disagree with that because the Chiefs have three rookies in their secondary right now. Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those guys are playing well because they got a guy in the line that cannot be blocked.
3: And And uh, another
4: guy on the other side of the line who's pretty good still.
3: That tip and catch yesterday was major, yeah, major for that chief secondary. So
4: my question
1: is, and I know we're not looking at draft right now, we're looking at free agency, interior defensive line, a disruptor. Mm -hmm. Leon mentioned the wide receiver position as well. Obviously, you hope Calvin Ridley pans out and he becomes your number one. And then the corner position. You're not going to address all that in free agency. You're probably not going to address all of it in the draft. No. And so that's where my question is, which one of those positions – are you in a spot where you can say we're going to take a rookie, we're going to draft him high, and he's going to be a starter from day one? Yeah. I, I,
4: don't, I don't think you can spend more free agent money on another corner. I think probably he's got not. I think he's got to be a draftable guy. Yeah,
3: probably because I'm looking at a few. You, other guys. You could guys. spend it on
4: a rush guy, yeah, yeah, but on on a, I mean, on an actual end, an actual rush but end, <laughs> a guy that gets the quarterback. But you're already paying. How much are they paying Darius well, Williams right now? Uh, yeah. A lot of money. Be, was, yeah, his
1: cap paid. number this upcoming year no. actually isn't. As big as I thought it would be, well, it's going to be standby. I got it for you. Yeah. That's kind of my point of view. Uh, 12.5, just kidding.
2: Mm-hmm. That's Yeah,
4: that's a lot. I mean, you need to develop a guy,
2: man. Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you. You're not going to spend any more capital on a, a DB and free agency. But you you know how long it took Tyson Campbell to come along and start playing? He wasn't Tyson yeah, Campbell. A year. Mm-hmm. It took him at least a year. Can yeah. this team wait for another year? This team is in contention now. Can we wait for another year to have a, a, a corner kind of – Get his feet wet before well, we well, get him ready. Well,
4: maybe you get a guy that plays right away, man.
2: Yeah, you got a baller. Look at yeah, Sauce to find a baller. You got to yeah. get the baller.
1: Yeah. Um. Want to give a shout out to our good friends at Daytona International Speedway, which will be having a bunch of different tickets for Speed Weeks to give away in the weeks to come. Uh. So they just posted this. Fans, we've received many DMs and comments with regard to the Daytona 500 pre-race show. After consideration, we've decided to make this year's pre-race concert on the heels of Luke Combs' success a year ago A surprise. We center our weekend around excitement, believe this is the right direction to build up momentum. We thank you for your patience. And then in fine print underneath, just kidding, the pre race concert announcement is today Mm -hmm. at 2 Mm p.m. Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate that. Well done. Well done, Daytona. We'll
3: put it out there. All right. So, free agent wish list. We'll keep it going. We want you all, you're doing your homework. You know you are. You're a Jack fan. You're looking at what that next piece of the puzzle is. So, we'll keep it going on that conversation. You can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641 1010. Tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go
0: insane It's only half past twelve, but I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere We saved you a seat. It's Lunch with Leon on 1010XL. Brought to you by Wingstop.
1: Hey, Joe. Yo. Did you hear, uh...
3: I'm just trying to keep it between the navigational beacons.
1: Yeah, did, did you hear, uh, Stetson Bennett? Yeah, he, he had two natties over the weekend. They were back to back, and uh, that resulted in a public intox in yeah. Dallas, Texas.
3: Uh, the and then there was what was the whole Baker Mayfield uh, part of this? What happened, Matt? What happened? He's just celebrating. Kid can't quit, and he's not showing his age. Actually, Baker
4: was a little bit different. I think Baker actually was like running after a cop or something like that. Yeah, right? Baker
3: got chased down by a lady cop in heels. Right, right. Okay, that's what happened there. They spent a night in the cow too, yeah, yeah. in Arkansas, nonetheless. No, no, so, no well, Stetson, is that just Stetson being Stetson, boys will be boys, 28 uh, year will be?
4: I, I know this. If I'm Stetson, if I'm his agent, I'm sure he has an agent right now, the very first thing I say to him is don't screw around. Do not get in any kind of trouble because your margin for error right now with the NFL is already slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these guys do not want to waste a draft pick on a guy who may be a problem off the field. Now he's running around at 6 a.m. knocking on doors. Drunk, there are, I can tell you right what, now, there what, are a number of teams that have said, "Nope, not the." And that's
2: dangerous, mm-hmm. is it not?
7: Absolutely wrong
2: or person. on the wrong or, door or, six or, in the morning, walk into the wrong house, exactly. and he's
7: not
1: in the state of Georgia where he probably right. doesn't have to buy yeah. a meal for the rest of his life, right. and so that's what I'm curious about, and that's what I want to bring this back to the football field, Matt. Um, Stetson Bennett declined an invite to the Senior Bowl. He's not playing in the Senior Bowl. Neither is Will Levis, for what it's worth, from the program. Um, but I'm curious, is that injury? Hey, if you inju- go to the
4: program, you don't need to play in the Senior Bowl, yeah. right? There it is. Is that injury-related? Uh, has been going lately. Is that injury-related?
1: <laughs> is Stetson training in Dallas right now? Like, why the He's heck training. was he? Okay. Uh, I,
4: I don't know why he didn't, because it would have been a great opportunity for him to not only be coached by an NFL staff, but all 32 teams are represented there. Yeah. And if he has a big week, his stock skyrockets. And we are know, talking it's, it's about strange. I don't know.
3: Yeah, we are talking about where is he drafted? Is he drafted? Is he a mid to late rounder? Could he be uh, a guy who is always ready uh, in a pinch, showing more athleticism than maybe people realize? Those are all things he could. He, he, he could be going his way. Honestly, he's a
4: late rounder. But I mean, after this, again, I know people are out there saying, "Oh, it's only one thing. He's a high, mm-hmm. he's a college kid. He got a little drunk, like you never got drunk." No, fine. I also was not. You know, months away from being drafted, where somebody's going to pay me half a million dollars, the NFL minimum, to be a backup quarterback.
3: Yeah, Tell, uh, honestly, that's what you got. Your mindset's got to be—you got to be
2: smart. You—you you can't uh, listen. Man. I was a college kid. I got—I I, got—I drank, had a good time. What's the boy, first
4: whatever. thing Drew Rosenhaus told you when he signed you?
2: Uh, well, he didn't sign me the first time, but well, but, whoever but, you're- first whoever <laughs> age, well, yeah, oh yeah. First thing he told me, Leon, whatever you do, uh, don't get caught doing it, and don't get drunk doing it. Right. <laughs> Basically, yeah. he said you need to be. Whatever you do. Off the grid. Off the grid, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Don't do anything that's going to compromise your money because if you go out there and you do stuff like this, and he's, what he's compromising say. his ability to get yeah, drafted and make money.
4: He's three weeks from his last day in college, and he's already yeah. making a fool of himself. Yeah, yeah you can't do that.
2: Yeah. You can't. and He burned burn the money.
1: He could have been at the Senior Bowl right now. Right.
2: And he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, Instead,
1: so he's, he's not. getting arrested for a public intox in Dallas.
2: Yeah, but because the Senior Bowl is going to be – the closest thing to the NFL that you're going to see, because the practices are, 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 are we were there, we saw yeah, yeah. It. the practices practice are the same, the, the same way they they yeah. run in the NFL. Yep. Y- y- the film sessions, the whiteboard sessions, the interviews, meeting the GM, the scouts, the head coach, your position coach, all that kind of stuff. So I mean, you're you're literally it's American Idol. You're, Idol, you're auditioning for the NFL on that whole week, mm-hmm. and how you shine is gonna is gonna be reflective of of whether they want to draft you or not. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I would think there's really only four times in the offseason where you can make an impression over multiple different teams, and that would be the Senior Bowl, be the Combine, yep. your Pro Day, and then when you when you either you know get the visit, they invite you to come in. that That's it, right?
2: Or it could be Stetson Benning saying, why would I have to go out there and compete against all these other different teams? I already beat them. <laughs> he could be, uh, it could be, he could be letting off the fact that I've already, listen, if he's you want to see how I play, if you want to see how I play, there's the film. Listen, I'm not, I'm he, th- listen, I'm not a to. big proponent of the combine. Yeah. I know it's necessary. I know it's necessary. And I know a lot of players are going to draft drafted solely bo- based upon how well they do in the combine. Combine eyes. Joe likes mm-hmm. to call it combine, combine eyes. eyes. <laughs> but I'm, I don't ju- think I'm, th- the, the I'm just, I just know that your film is your story tale. If it's you, if
4: you were him, would you throw out the combine? Huh? Would you throw at the combine if you were Stetson Bennett? I probably would. Probably Hell would. no. I probably would. Yeah. I'd wait to my pro day and throw to the guys I know.
2: What? Yeah.
4: Throw in my controlled environment and what my but, script s- is. But
2: saying no, but saying no, you won't do it. the combine also yeah, is That's a
3: neck. Cool. I, I would throw All right. It. We'll well, come so to then, my pro day. Let's look
1: at
4: Will Levis. Wait, I mean,
2: he's not a, a first-round pick.
4: No, he's not. Yeah. But, he's not, but – and that's the reason why I say come to my pro day. Yeah. Because he's going to be a late-round pick no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if you go to – if all 32 teams are going to be at Georgia's pro day, okay? True. So – he if he shines in that pro day, there will be a handful of them that go. Hmm.
1: All right. Well, so then Will Levis says no to the Senior Bowl. Why? Why is he saying no to the Senior well, because Bowl? Because
3: he is a first round pick and yeah, he, he can get hurt. 10. He gets okay. hurt
4: and then he's he loses a ton yeah, of top money. Top ten. So he oh, just yeah. is going
3: to get in the uh, you know the fast track, go through everything that Anthony Richardson is going through here locally, and just try and just. Constantly trained for yeah. the combine and the pro. But, but, but
2: here's the thing. When we was at the when we was at the senior bowl, Justin Herbert was Herb there. Justin was there, yeah. He
3: was there. Oh yeah. He was smart. And, and
2: when we saw him, the first time we saw him the first day of practice, I mean that's a big kid who had a rifle.
3: Yeah. I thought he was smart to go there. <laughs> oh and do yeah, that. absolutely. He really was. And I think that's why I would throw. Because if you're already being looked at as a late uh draft pick, up your stock, help your stock. Yeah, but if you go to the stock,
4: senior bowl, you're still I I, mean I, I don't combine. think I don't think it's the idea of getting hurt in the game. I think it's the idea of getting non a non contact injury, injury yeah. Yeah, during I, practice.
3: Yeah, I mean for Stetson since he's already passed on that, I will yeah, throw yeah, in the yeah. combine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, before we say goodbye to Leon, let's stay with some young cats. Mm. Kayvon Thibodeau, yesterday. Yeah. During the 49ers Eagles game, decides to tweet the way this game looks, we might be better than the 49ers. We as in the New York football giants. Joe Staley, former Pro Bowl all-pro guard, or a, a guard or tackle, for, down, the four, tackle, tackle, tackle for the 49ers, quote tweets it and says, you're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much.
6: And, and to, which, to
1: which to Kayvon Thibodeau responded, who are you, bro? And then followed up with, Here's with the best right I don't here. care how famous you think you are. If I don't know you, then I don't know you. Old people need to leave me alone. From there, the situation escalates because – then former Giants Pro Bowl kicker Lawrence Tynes tweets at Joe Staley and says, hey, at Cave on T, ask Joe if you can see his NFC championship rings. You are a rookie, so you maybe you don't know this, but the loser of the Super Bowl gets a ring for winning their conference. He has two of them. To which Joe Staley quote tweets it and says, uh, you're a kicker. Uh,
4: yeah.
3: End of thread. <laughs> yeah, come back. Sorry.
2: And by the way. First of all, you know, go ahead.
3: Yeah, well, just Kavon.
2: Linemen <laughs> don't need to be defended by kickers.
3: Yeah. And for Kavon to even suggest that they could be better, you were there a week ago. You played that game. You <laughs> did not advance. You got curb stomped. Exactly. Yeah. You did not advance. Zip like it. curb
7: stomp. That's the here's most an o- offensive here- part. Acting yeah.
2: like the, well, here's another thing a- that the kicker Niners. doesn't. Under- here's and another thing. he needs
4: thing. a kicker to get to get his back too. Yeah.
2: Here's another thing the kicker doesn't understand when it comes to like conference championship games, rings. We don't talk about them. There's only one ring that counts. The Super Bowl
7: that yeah. was embarrassing, and I have one,
2: and yeah. I never wear it. Yeah, I, there's a reason why I never wear can it. Can we
3: wear it though? Huh? Would you let us wear it?
2: You know, what? I might call Auntie and bring it here and let y'all see. <laughs> I'll let y'all see it, but I don't <laughs> never wear it. No, Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you you're last.
4: <laughs> when do they give it right, to and, you? Right, and no huh? offense to Scovia or Hollis or those you? guys, but you know,
2: they, oh, you know, when do they give us a conference championship ring? Yeah, after we lose the Super Bowl.
4: Leon, yeah. kickers do not right need to be away. jump into that argument. Yes. right? Oh, that's,
2: uh, that's
4: kickers do not need to be jumping into that. offensive No, no, no. And by the way,
2: another thing, the Thibodeau. Um, he's right about average lineman, but Joe Staley would would have worked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Staley like six
4: or six time, five six time player. I one, know. Right?
2: See, that's that's that, see, that's what frustrates me about the the, the, young the, the younger, the younger players. Where there's there's no I'm not, there's no admiration for the players before you. You just think that you all that because you're in this space right now. But you got to understand that the people before you help put you in place to where you're making this kind of money, getting all this attention, and able to ring your mouth on Twitter. But Thibodeau and Staley, and a one-on-one battle, Staley would have worked.
1: Well, yeah. part of it too is what the it. the older generation they look at is solely at their position, and it's solely someone who I don't even
3: know if they do that niche. anymore. No,
1: because Kayvon Thibodeau fancies himself as this next Michael Strahan. I said to Leon Joe during the break, mm-hmm. would Michael Strahan, if Twitter existed in the late '90s, ever go and do this?
3: No, no, well- and, and he <clears throat> might have seen uh, Strahan's. Uh, uh, I don't know, jersey or picture somewhere in the facility, and that's how he came to know him? And so I No, I, he watched
1: Good, good Morning America, yeah. but
3: continue. Gonna, yeah, exactly. By the exactly. Yeah, I'm going as good as that guy.
4: Look at Tynes going after Joe Staley, who's a three-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowl. Tynes, a kicker, is going after him. Yeah.
3: Kickers. Yeah.
4: No disrespect. The <laughs> Giants
1: in New York can't even get the Empire State Building lit right. Yeah, so exactly. I don't get it.
2: All-decade All right, team in 2010. 2010. Yeah. Uh-huh.
4: All-decade team, Joe Staley.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Joe Stanley was a stud. Yeah, the tip of the other
2: guy worked. Yeah, it would have gave him a spanking with his belt.
3: Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Big. You got it. All right, as I he am. heads out, at Leon Cersei Jr. 1, definitely check him out. We keep it rolling. We're looking at some of these big names, uh, and we'll get to some of your tweets and texts because it's build time once again for your Jacksonville Jaguars to try and get to where those two, two games were yesterday with the final four teams in the NFL. You want to be a part of that next year.
0: is XL Primetime. Brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL.
3: So, we just heard the news a little while ago that Mia put out there that 220.8, does that sound right? Mm -hmm. $220.8 million is what is going to be out there as the brand new salary cap. And the Jaguars, just like everybody else, are going to have to try and figure out how they can get under it. Now, Track put out Estimated cap space, and they're constantly taking a look at, at, at what all is going to be available. The Bears will have $98 million to operate with under the cap as soon as they go into free agency. The Falcons are second with $56 million. Bengals, as good as they were, $44.5 million. The Giants, unless Kayvon Thibodeau expects to get all this, they are $44.4 million under. Patriots 38 million. Those are the top five. Then you go to the bottom three, which we know the Jaguars are in the bottom three. They are negative thirty-two million dollars. So uh Buccaneers, negative fifty-five million, Saints, negative fifty-seven million, and then the asterisk from Spot Track is reserved future contracts not yet included. So they're gonna have to figure out how they can deal with this to even get to a point where we're talking about some of these players that we can put on a wish list and there are definitely a handful of good ones that you can put on the wish list but I can't let Jeron Payne's name come out of my <laughs> mouth uh, until they get somewhere north of 20 million dollars clear in cap space
1: and that's also if you want to bring Evan Ingram back if you want to bring Arden oh Key gosh, back you yeah. also got to pay those guys
3: keep the guys here first you know that's going to be the number one priority and they aren't in, and in you got to pay position. your
1: draft class yeah so you also got to create room for them
3: well, so yeah, that-
1: I, I,
4: I think uh, Shada's got a little taste of what could be right now. Mm-hmm. And I think he sees he's got the right coach. He's got a quarterback. He doesn't have Blake Bortles. Again, no no offense, Blake. We love you. But he doesn't have Blake, Blake Bortles there. He's got a legit franchise guy. He's got the pieces now. He's going to spend money. So if that means restructuring and paying up front, then he'll do that. Yeah, so I, it's, I, I think you're going to see a lot of that this offseason to, to try and keep this team as close together as possible.
3: Yeah, and, and the idea – of taking those guys and the experience of some of the veterans really started to show the potential of the young guys really started to show, and you want to blend all that together if you possibly can, and we'll repeat this number. We'll probably repeat it a bunch. We're not exaggerating when we say this. 12 at a minimum, and you could argue 13 starters, were brand new last year through free agency or the draft. Now, you can include ETN because he had not been a starter You can include Cisco because he had not been a starter. But all that, okay, we're talking a dozen at a minimum out of 22 guys brand new in their starting list. Yeah, and and to that I will say. a lot. A lot, but I will say this. So got to keep it together.
4: Yes, I I will say this. And the, the response to that is it wasn't that long ago when you and I were sitting here and counting how many guys in that roster of the 53 men had one or had two or less years' experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was 28, I think. 28 of 53. Yeah. So you can go down that road again if you oh, want. Yeah. You can go down the road of having guys that have no business playing in the NFL on your on your team if you want. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, all right, let's figure out a way to work the salary cap like everybody else does. Yeah. And pay. Right.
3: Massage. And pay yes. up front, like you And you're pay up front. Because hey, now awesome. if you're
4: shod, You got a little
1: taste, right? You got a little taste of what can be. Well, they got to pay, and they also got to draft. Mm -hmm. And Trent Baalke stressed that in his end-of-the-year press conference that now this team needs to segue from we're going to just throw money at free agents and bandage up, you know, these holes that are gaping on our roster with you need to hit on your draft picks, develop those guys, and then eventually you don't need to be throwing a bag at seven free agents like they did last year, and instead it's one or two guys – maybe a trade here and there, and then you're paying your own.
3: Because you figure Kirk was expensive. Uh, Kirk was really expensive. Zay was expensive. And Evan Ingram will be expensive. Okay, so that's three of your main targets that you want to keep. Uh, and, and you're going to have to figure out balance sheet-wise how to make it work. And this does go to what Matt's saying. is okay, Christian, come on in here, man. Let me shake your hand. This was the – man, what, what a run we had. Uh, all right, we paid you a lot of money. Uh, how much more can I pay you now uh, to move this contract around for me? And that's really what it's going to come down to.
1: And I'm curious to see. I mean, it sounded like from what I've heard and from what Trent Baalke said, he, he's confident that they will have those players that mm-hmm. will step up and say, yes, I, I will renegotiate. You know, I'll take the upfront money to ensure we keep this nucleus together. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's fascinating as we talk about windows and is this team beginning its window starting next year? Are they already in the window? Um, it's going to be really fascinating to see, therefore, how long they're able to keep all these guys long-term. Because not too long ago, when everyone was criticizing that Christian Kirk contract, Joe and Matt, mm-hmm. um, th- they were noting how essentially Bulky had negotiated it that if Christian Kirk didn't live up to his billing, which obviously he has, mm-hmm. it can essentially be a two-year contract. And so then you also look at that side of the coin. You look at how next year he once again in 2024 has a $21 million cap hit. Here's 2024. Not that we want to look much past 2023. Here are your top five highest paid Jaguars. Cam Robinson, 22.75. Again, he will be the highest paid Jaguar next to Christian Kirk this upcoming season as well. Right. Brandon Scherf, 21.5. Christian Kirk, 21.5. Foye Oluwikin, 19.1. Trevor Lawrence, the fourth year of his rookie deal 11.7
3: yeah and 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 if if that deal is done like we're talking about it in in an offseason not this offseason but next offseason for Trevor that one is also going to spike dramatically Uh, but you're having two of your five offensive linemen and let's be real Brandon Scherf would be kind of on the north end of his career that's a lot of money that is going to count against the cap and I don't know whether you're going to get all those guys to say all right I'll do what you're asking. I'll take a little now and, 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 and save you on the bottom line for later. That's fine. They may not all say yes to that. And we'll find out whether Sheriff is one of those types of guys. He's got a little taste of winning, too. He's been through <laughs> some pretty bad seasons when he was up there in Washington. He had one playoff year. I believe it was just one. Uh, and they ended up getting bounced quickly. But you know, he's, he's also
4: been- young. He's probably, what, 28, 29? Yeah, he's right there. He's, oh, Sheriff? Sure?
3: Yeah. No, he's older than me. Yes. No, no, no. I- I-
4: Oh, I thought you guys were talking about pain. Yeah.
3: no, yeah, pain. But no, sheriff's up there. That's what yeah, we were saying. Yeah, when you get to it. the point where where is he at? Is he going to want to offer up that discount? He has gotten a little taste of winning, but is he going to be saying, "I'm interested"? Because his contract get whacked sooner than some of the other guys.
1: Uh, I want to go back to your 10-10 take because the Empire State Building is now tweeting through it. Oh. Um, now they have some video where they're literally like posting all the crazy tweets. That were sent to them, and then that just says, "We'll see you at the big game."
3: Oh my gosh!
1: I mean, okay, crisis mean? social media PR hey, team. It's your people. Yeah, exactly. I, I, listen, I don't claim. And that. they
3: are trying to, they are trying to take advantage of this and I guess, and be, but
1: that like, I don't know, be,
3: be the story as opposed to uh, you know an afterthought. Yeah,
1: they, but they lit it up yellow. Why
7: does it have a
3: Twitter account? It's weird it, yeah. how they're like
4: glomming onto everybody. They're glomming on to the state of Florida for for housing and just get away from their state. Now they're yeah. glomming onto. Philadelphia Pennsylvania. sports yeah. teams. Yeah.
3: They want yeah. to be part of Philly. When's the last time New York ever wanted to be part of Philly? And that's I, what. I remember a time when New York used to lead. Yeah. Now it's like. nah. And Kavon nah,
1: Dibido's is just nah, apple picking, cherry picking off of uh, other people When's on the last
7: New York title? The Giants. Yeah. Wow. 2012. Twelve. Yeah. Over 10 years. The Rangers
1: went to the, uh, the Stanley Cup finals in 2015, but they didn't win. hmm So, if memory serves me, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and look, that's that, That's a state that is extremely proud, thinks that everything runs through them, uh, and then they have to actually take a, a, a backseat to somebody else, and then they just want to, to kind of be part of it, part of the celebration. just kind of comical. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right, uh, a couple of other things. So you're looking at free agency, and you can't help but match up uh, your draft wish list with your free agency wish list, and especially if some of these numbers are unrealistic, because i got to believe – is as, as good a feel as this is to have this season the way it the way it was not every player is going to say i'm going to renegotiate not every player is going to be amenable to that they're going to look at it and go wait a minute that's my money you guys need to figure out how to spend your money don't be spending my money like it's yours and i don't know whether that's going to cause any beef in the locker room whether there's going to be one guy going to the other guy and maybe giving him a little pressure i don't know uh, a question on the text line is on by Lifetime Enclosures. What is Ridley's salary?
1: Um, so, Ridley on the fifth-year option, which is what he'll be playing on this upcoming yeah. season, is an $11.1 million cap hit.
3: And it was picked up two years ago. Yep. And they have to live off of that. Now, that doesn't mean, and I don't know this for sure, but I believe this to be true, doesn't mean that they can't come in also with a different contract and restructure, right, right. going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, if it's a fifth-year option from two years ago, that's not a, that's not a bad number. It really is not a bad number, so they may choose to go with that. But at the same time, whenever he does get that next deal, let's just say he shows out, he wants to be that eighteen million plus. Uh, what's Kirk's number? Twenty one million dollars. Yeah. So he wants to be. And then you're
1: going to have to pay Trevor too.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: And everyone else in that cl- draft class that you know we've given Trent Bulky his flowers. Well, we
3: we we like joking. You know, these are good problems to have because they haven't. They have. They've they've overspent for. Uh, losing all the time. They've overspent for L's because every single time you turned around, Shab was opening up the checkbook and Caldwell and whomever else making bad decisions, paying guys that didn't pan out. And now you want to see this pan out. You want to see his money actually go to something good. Right. But as,
4: right I also think the further you get into like the 2024, 2025 season, then you're also in 2024 you're probably not going to have Cam. So there mm-hmm. are ways to get out of other salaries that you're paying. Yeah. It's yeah. not, so it's just, it's a constant churn, is what it is. And it's a constantly finding the way. The NFL set it up to where you have to build through your draft. Yeah. If, you, if you don't draft well, you're going to suck forever, is true. which is what this franchise has done. Now they're starting to draft well. And then you got to mix in with free agents. And unfortunately, the last couple of years, they went heavy because they needed to. So now you got to figure out how to figure a way to make the cap work.
1: So, uh, JJ, by the way. Our good friend Logan Bowles, photographer extraordinaire, has mm-hmm. informed me that New York's last title came in 2021. NYFC, NYCFC won oh, the MLS stop. Cup.
3: Oh, boy. For God's he, sakes. He's a killer photo. Like, like yeah. we
7: said, 2012.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, they haven't done a whole hell of a lot uh, of late, that's for sure. And, and you start looking around, and you start taking a look at some of the other ones that have kind of come to the end of their road. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the end of their road. Okay, what was Tampa uh, Bay? It, it's it's kind of coming apart now. You would never ever trade what you had a couple of seasons ago because you got Tommy to come down there and you got them to to the Lombardi. You will take that all day. Now you just got to suffer the financial. Yeah, they're cash strapped right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, do they even keep Mike Evans? They they
4: might look it's a big and see. contract man.
3: I mean, do yeah. they
1: completely tear it down? Then would be the question.
3: Because what did we just say? They are among the top five, uh, in you know, as far as yeah, Well, hang on, let me make sure I get this right. Um, as far as the numbers that are out there, they are minus fifty-five million in salary cap woes right now. So yeah, they might look to move guys. If
7: Kyle Trask is your quarterback, there's no reason to bring. Mike Evans back. I mean, like, he's like
4: 32 now, isn't he? How old's Mike Evans?
3: Nah, he's probably he somewhere runs like around he's 30, somewhere he's, around there. Well, he,
4: he left Texas a in 13. Mm-hmm. So he's, yeah, he's right at yeah, like 32. Yeah.
7: By think. the way,
1: both he and Chris he Godwin. for Kyle
3: Trask. It's 29, actually.
7: 29? Really? He'll be 30 by next season. Well, yeah, yeah these kids are coming
3: out at, at, at night, uh, excuse me, 20 and 21 now.
1: So. Both Godwin and Evans are both due $23 million. Yeah. This season. It
7: doesn't right. really matter his age. Like, just look how Evans plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done. So, yep.
1: here, here's what the Bucks it looks Close like. To done. Godwin Obviously. may not
7: be. Godwin, no, he's, yeah. He's good. He's
1: ascending. So, he, he's a $23 million cap hit, as is Evans. Shaq Barrett, 21. Carlton Davis, 18. Donovan Smith, the left tackle, 17. Vita Vea, your guy, Joe, mm. 15 mil.
3: I love those it, guys. You those know, it's space eaters. A
1: lot, lot of, lot of dollars and cents, and then obviously, you know, Tommy, if he was to come back, is a thirty-five million dollar cap hit.
3: But, also, but is he
1: going back?
3: Yeah, there's also I want to say, gotta look here real quick. Levante David is another guy that's out there as a free agent. Now he's also kind of a little long and tooth. He's been around there for for a minute, but that's another guy who is extremely valuable to that defense. In the in the, you know, they paid Shaq Barrett. They paid a lot of guys to make sure, but Levante David's another guy that would be out and available.
1: Yeah, who is the quarterback of the Bucks next year? We talk so much about, is Brady going to the Raiders, but if he's not in Tampa, who is the quarterback? Well,
3: J.J. had absolutely no respect for Kyle Trask. You're uh, right. With, with... I should have shown him more respect.
7: <laughs> he had that
3: great season at Florida. Yeah, exactly, and that was it. Okay, that was it, unfortunately.
1: By the way, J.J., real quick before we hit the break, college football, we really didn't get to discuss the terrorist being let go by the U on Friday.
7: Yes, uh, they made it official. It was rumored all week last week. Um, Miami is looking for a new OC. Matt said earlier last week that uh, – Marcus Arroyo. Yeah, who was the former OC at Oregon and was the head coach for UNLV. I guess it didn't work yep. out there. Yep. Is the main contender for the job.
3: And is there a, a like a lineage uh, to Mario through the Oregon tie, right? So yes.
4: yeah, he was well
7: he was he was Mario's
3: O. C. Yeah, so he CS. likes him, has oh, yeah. respect for him. yeah. yeah. Uh, now I he had gone and that's why he didn't take him with him originally. He
4: left to go be the head coach one of UNO. Right. Okay. So and that was the reason main was reason. Fired. Okay. Fired okay. in November,
3: yeah. Yeah. So he'll just try and get him. All right. All right. That sounds good. Into the two o'clock hour, uh speaking of college, JJ, giveaway.
7: Yes, college basketball giveaway. It's getting down to the nitty gritty folks. Gators play the Vols. Uh, The The number
1: two Vols, by the way, according to the latest AP poll.
7: I actually didn't know that. That is this Wednesday, so go see the number two team in the nation. Tennessee Volunteers at 7 p.m. in Gainesville. If you are caller number four right now at 641-1010, I'll hook you up with a pair of tickets.
8: You got a cigar on
0: your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking the Joe Barrow. You smoking on the Joe Barrow? I'm smoking on the Joe Barrow. How's know? it feel to be headed back to Super Bowl?
2: Uh, it feels great, you know. You know, my baby
3: boy deal with what he always do. You know, he's going to show up and, and show out, and I'm just glad he did it.
0: This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL.
3: I'm smoking a Joe Burrow. That
1: man played Major League Baseball.
3: That <laughs> is just He's awesome. He's also the
1: father of Patrick Mahomes.
3: I'm smoking a Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. They you love got a cigar on your idea. own,
0: I see. Yeah, I'm smoking a Joe Burrow. You
3: smoking <laughs> They love the idea that those cigars were out and lit divisional weekend instead of championship Sunday. And that was Pat Mahomes' pops. Did you um,
7: hear Pat Mahomes after the game? Yep. Made a comment saying, we're not smoking, you know, uh, cigars just yet. Basically making a reference to Joe Burrow. This has
3: become a great rivalry. Right. He set himself up beautifully. He looks at Tracy Wolfson. He's like, all right, I got to deliver this line. He goes, I'm just going to go be with my guys right now in the locker room. Uh, We're not going to smoke any cigars yet. We're getting ready for the Super Bowl. And so, (laughs) he definitely. uh, They They did have
1: cigars in the Eagles locker room, for what it's worth. I I just saw um, they did an interview uh, with Josina Anderson on Mm -hmm. CBS Sports and they had Fletcher Cox out a cigar
3: uh, this Sunday. Yeah, yesterday. Well, see that makes sense if you if you haven't been there. Uh, obviously, they haven't been there in in half a decade. Totally different regime, and maybe he's feeling like he's kind of towards the end of his career, which is which is fine because they won the NFC Championship. Uh, but Mahomes and them, they have been challenged. Okay, they've been challenged, and this is a great little rivalry that is developing between Mahomes and Burrow, and yeah. that's why we're all talking about whether or not. Trevor Lawrence can get in this contest and in this conversation. It was supposed to be Josh Allen, remember? Yep. He was deprived of a chance to uh, hold the ball in overtime, and he didn't get it And since he uh, and and Kansas City got to play in the AFC Championship game. They've got to prove that they can get back there, and and now this is a good little Burrow v. Mahomes battle. Well, what's so
1: fascinating about it is I, I believe and now, obviously, he is not going to the Super Bowl this year. I believe that Joe Burrow, in terms of Moxie, is a more likable version of Tom Brady. At he, the same time, I believe Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. And I think you can you can live in a world where that exists. But I also think that Patrick Mahomes needed to win this one because Joe Burrow coming into Arrowhead 3-0. and Joe Burrow being, you know, the kryptonite. up there and in right. Arrowhead, yeah. For Patrick Mahomes to maintain that mantle of the best quarterback in the National Football League, of the guy in this generation, this was a legacy game. Now, my question for you is: Is it a legacy game for him to win the Super Bowl? Because if he doesn't win, beat the Eagles, be one and two. he's one and two.
3: Yeah, and I it, look, he lost to the goat, he lost to Tommy. You can certainly understand why uh, uh, or why people didn't second guess that one. Okay, but if you take a look at the at the point swing and everything that unfolded in that game, it was a good one. It really was. But yeah. You go from one and one to one and two, people might ask a question. You go to two and one, then you're being crowned again. You're being called the next GOAT and that type of stuff. And I do think Mahomes is taking it personal. I, I think this year, and, and JJ and I would argue about this all the time, that you know, Mahomes was getting a little careless with the football. He was actually looking a little bored at times. In the regular season, yeah. it's almost like he doesn't care. Yeah, he's looking a little bored. And, and I do think he has now become a, 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 a heady quarterback that can make the smart decision and, and not always take risk and still make great throws.
4: Well, I mean, to be fair to him, he also was checking down the last two weeks because he couldn't move. True. true. So, you, I mean, you need your right foot as a plant mm-hmm. to throw that deep mm-hmm. ball. So he, he played within his limitations, which yeah. is impressive. I mean, I hope in two weeks he can heal and he's good and he's ready to go and he's you know close to 100%. Then I think you'll see the – them homes we always see.
3: Oh, yeah, because he he still is a great improviser. He still has a really, really good feel for what is happening in the moment. He can read defenses extremely well, and and, and he's accurate as all get out. Right. And, and like we said, those throws to to Kelsey and Scantling last night, bullets yeah. on a rope. And, and And he had to be able to step into those, and he was able to make those. Do you throws. guys
7: think the right team is favored?
3: I'm not sure. I, I, I told Jaguars today, let's at least say what we got right now, okay? We're in, inside of two weeks out. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I feel like.
1: The Eagles are a two-point favorite, by yeah. the way, according to my booking.
3: I feel like they're probably putting it on the right team because of the injury for Mahomes and because of the question of the back for Kelsey, which, by the way, could have been gamesmanship as well uh, by by Andy Reid. It really could have been uh, because they listed that back a little late in, in the week. But I feel like the right team is favored. I just, I might like Kansas City. If they are healthy and they get Tony and Hardman back and, and, and Mahomes and, and Kelsey are good to go, I think I might, I might get on that side of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I might get on that side of it.
7: You know what we were just talking
3: I mean, they've about? They've got before.
4: 78 sacks this
3: year. I, I am the crown holder. You know that, right? Oh, no? yeah. 78 sacks. Yeah. And you know who's second in the National Football League in sacks? Who? Kansas City. How many they have? Uh, they had 55 when Philly had 70. How many times did they get to tra- uh, Trevor last once. week? Once. Yeah, just once. And then this week they got to Burrow four times. Is that right? So they're yes. So they're at 75 or excuse me, uh, 60 versus 78. So yeah, they're still a distant second, but I like the pressure that they can create. Oh, so the
7: Eagles played like a a Big Ten schedule this year. <laughs> the, the 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 Chiefs played so like an no SEC respect, West man, schedule. No yeah, there you go. I'm there just saying, go. this is the softest NFC. Who did they beat in the playoffs Daniel to get to Jones the Super Daniel Jones and Bowl? Josh Johnson. Yeah, like yeah. what are we talking about here? <laughs>
3: and that was a close game against Josh Johnson for a while.
7: Um, well, let me let me tell you the real conspiracy. That I just got a text from my Bengals friend. Oh. Um, so we were just talking before the break, before well during the break. That you know the NFL's rigged is hashtagged right now. It's trending all over America. There's other shows doing is the NFL rigged or not poll questions. Well, my Bengals fan friend just sent me a text, and it's the name of the stadium in Glendale, Arizona, where the Super Bowl is being held. And he highlighted State Farm Stadium. And we all know who (laughs) State Farm's number one spokesman is, right?
3: Mahomes. Jake and Mahomes. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Stay woke, people. Yep. It's so funny. By the way, is uh, you know, you might have made a wager on that game last night. Is, I might have won a wager on is, that uh, Yeah. Is, is Bengal fan like wanting to renege on that? He already paid. You okay. paid. He
7: paid before the last kickoff even. You know how there was like seven seconds left? He already sent me the money.
3: Okay, so seriously, though, is the NFL rigged? My answer <laughs> is no. Do they love potential outcomes? Uh, Storylines. Juicy as anything? Storylines, yes, of course. But I'll just submit this is evidence 101. If they wanted to rig it, would overtime not have been the best thing ever yesterday? Exactly. I mean, I mean
4: unless they wanted Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Still, why though?
3: Over- like, well, what's could- the what's the difference between
7: having Mahomes or the Bengals? This, yeah, these are questions you and I star. don't know. JJ. I'm just saying, there's no ratings wise, there's probably no difference. And
3: you got and you got this rising star in Joe Burrow. And everyone's going to watch the Super Bowl no matter what. I know you guys it's keep not convincing like it's yourself sucking for ratings. that
4: okay? <laughs> keep convincing yourself.
7: And so of that. I
3: just look at I it just like I just need to hear you tell me
7: what the advantage of the Chiefs winning would be for I, it to be I, so rigged. Because I think it's a bigger draw. I outside no, outside
4: outside well inside the U.S. too, but
7: outside
3: yeah. completely. Yeah, yes, the, the Super Bowl will be watched by. Billions. You're talking about the
7: best player in the league.
3: Did I say billions? But just Whatever. two
7: days ago, you were saying that Burrow that, could yeah. be the best player in the league. So if Burrow, be. Yeah, it it could Burrow be. wins that game, he's in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't the NFL, if I'm thinking in a conspiracy level, wouldn't they want him to also have a ring? That yeah, way it's him versus Mahomes. They both have rings. They're both in the AFC. The great That's-
4: story is the best player in the NFL hurt is hurt. He can wobble around. He's Willis Reed, Michael Jordan, what oh, you want to say? Right. Yeah, but here's the thing. And now he, <laughs> sure. he leads his, his team to the if, Super Bowl. If
3: you were going to put the fix in, put the fix in in overtime with these two guys <laughs> exactly. going, going at it. Come on. Like they would, well, because then fixed, you can't, they would have caught the control block overtime. in the back. Yeah.
4: You can't control overtime. That's the
3: problem. That's, uh, Tip can't, ball can't,
4: here, interception return there. Rayshon Jenkins is running down the field, touchdown.
3: All these things can happen in any. In any do we need game? to play that, yeah. Frangie,
4: to, to, to let <laughs> maybe, you know that, that can happen? Maybe the because NFL will. wanted the like Jags. That?
1: Maybe the NFL right. wanted the Jags that? to do that.
4: Yeah. Maybe
1: the NFL liked the thought of an underdog Jaguar team because, wait for it, quarterback-driven league, and who's the Jaguars' quarterback?
3: Yeah, he's another rising. Yeah, but star. the
4: overlords of the NFL didn't want the Jaguars. Yeah. They wanted the Chiefs. That's why those. Well, that they game still too. look. They like what they like. That game
3: too, had a
7: couple, you know.
4: Every game the Chiefs
7: have ever won is because of their refs. The
3: overlords. Uh, And and by the way, if if it was fixed, they would have made the GOAT look a little bit bit better down the stretch. They would have made Dak play a little bit better down the stretch. Josh Allen and all that snow would have given him a better game. No, it does not happen. No, because the
4: overlords are not happy with Jerry Jones. That's
3: why. It does not happen. Can
1: I end the segment with this tweet that is not getting nearly enough uh, love, courtesy of Patrick Claibon of NFL Network? Mm Mm-hmm. Who was the head coach of that Cincinnati team that overlapped the Kelsey brothers?
3: Yeah, that overlapped. Cincinnati, I'm going back in time, went from Cincinnati. Oh, come on. Was it Brian Kelly? It was was indeed
1: Brian Kelly. Yeah, it was Brian Kelly. So Patrick says, I know we'll hear him discuss the family in the next two weeks.
3: (laughs) All right, it's XL prime time, is the NFL rig. We're now making it our show question, just like everybody else out there in America.
0: This is XL Primetime, protected by preferred roofing on 1010XL.
1: I think Matt Hayes is actually truly seeing the video of Joey Bosa confronting Eagles fans yesterday for the <laughs> Very
3: first honest. time. Very he is now in, and he's loving it.
4: Reactions? I'm out there, Thoughts? Jerry, and I'm loving well, it. The guy's the it. Guy I'm rich. screaming, at him, how are those fines? And he said,
7: it's great, I can pay him. You can't. And then, of course, the guy doing the video, oh, I can pay him. I'm rich.
4: Okay, sure. <laughs>
7: Oh I, I find that hard to believe that the Eagles fan, with his phone out, walking up and harassing a man right. minding his own we, business, yes. is rich. Gosh. it's Excel I love pre- the Eagles fans.
1: Oh, they're wild, dude. Did you see the videos of, of them all marching to Broad Street last night? I
7: saw people on polls. Yep.
1: They greased them, apparently, on Thursday <laughs> in preparation. They were ready. The they polls. knew they were coming. Yeah. They knew they were coming.
7: I was actually surprised they were celebrating an NFC title. Yeah, because they just won a yeah. Super Bowl like a few years
3: ago. Five years that's ago. Five, it's been yeah. half a decade. And so, uh, look. Uh, that's not, they, not very long. Does Jalen Hurts get
4: a statue if they win?
7: Like, did Foles get a statue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hurts thug. absolutely has to get a statue.
3: And Jalen Hurts, honestly, is about a – it's not even a reclamation story because that that would be unfair to him. But it's about as good a, a, a rise to the top story oh, as there is in the NFL. Guy right who just now. did everything he was told to do. Lost his job, in the biggest game of the
4: season goes into the next year. Doesn't transfer. He stays
3: uh, there. Let's just remind everybody: this is at Alabama yeah. when he is a twenty-six and two starter twenty seventeen. Right, he's done everything right. Loses his job at the half of a of a championship game.
4: Loses the year before. Loses the national title because Deshaun Watson has the drive of a lifetime. Yeah.
3: Or he's already got a national title in his pocket. And then comes back and loses his job at the half. And Tua Tungvaluwa makes one of the greatest throws into the corner of the end zone. And then the the next year. He
4: didn't leave. Doesn't leave. Stayed. stayed. And then Tua gets hurt. And lo and behold, look who comes in the SEC championship game and wins it for him. And then leaves. Then leaves. Goes to Oklahoma. Has a great senior season. Is a Heisman finalist. Goes to the Eagles where everybody in the NFL says he can't play quarterback. And... I even, said me. I, I even said that I didn't think he was going to be yeah. an NFL football. Yeah, I'm in and that bunch. He just keeps proving people wrong. Man, he's a good dude. He's always been a good dude, and he keeps pe- proving yeah. people wrong, keeps playing well. He's now among the league's uh, – he's, he's he's won what, four finals or
3: five finals for MVP? I think mm-hmm. there's five. Mm-hmm. He's one
4: of the finals for the MVP.
3: In, in, as much as – Of the you, NFL, the MVP of the NFL. Yeah, as much as you can crush Philadelphia – they love their own if their own come through in big moments, which is what he's doing right now. And and you got to be happy for him, especially coming through that injury. So, that A.C. joint was kind of serious yes, missing a couple of games.
1: Absolutely. So, I, I want to take this conversation and pivot it a little bit. Dan Orlovsky on Get Up this morning, building off our conversation about legacy game mm-hmm. for Patrick Mahomes coming up in the Super Bowl and this past Sunday. Will Jalen Hurts get a statue if the Eagles win? Orlovsky said – the Chiefs have to beat Philly or the conversation changes for Mahomes. That it's all kind of a sudden it's the one and two. Yeah, it's To which then he, fo- he yeah. followed that up with, it shouldn't. I don't like that it does, but unfortunately it will.
3: It, it's just, it happens. One and two versus two and one. I, I don't care. If, if We're talking about individuals in particular in the biggest of games. It, it's inevitable that the, the conversation will come up. Uh, why isn't he delivering? Because I say if he goes to two and one, now, Tom Brady started off three and zero. Okay, he won three uh, three Super Bowls in four years. Then you start to say, "What is missing from this guy?" Instead of lauding him and saying he's he's destined to be up there in the goat conversation, you say, "What's missing?" Know, but I, why do
4: we always do that? Why do oh, we always say what's missing? We, we don't. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. We, as in guys on sports talk radio and media and journalists, it's yes, just, we do. It's,
3: it's always going to be. Never out of like, it's mean, never like it's never enough. If
7: Mahomes loses that Super Bowl. On in a couple of weeks, like okay, so what? It could have every. He's still the best player. I don't in disagree the league.
4: with you. I agree with you. He's still on my pace point to is, be the
7: greatest player of all time.
4: My point is, you're going to have people that are, are going to say that he's, he's not. A choker. He's, he's not. Not that he's a choker. That he's not a guy that leads. That leads the rest of the team to their you know to their ceiling. Whatever you want to say. There were people. Be people saying that? My Those whole point are just is made this. up
7: things. I feel like, though, like that, made that, up topics. The, no, saying like that he's not a good enough leader or something. Like that's no, that's, no, no. Though, like the way he plays, other yeah,
4: people pe- reach yeah. their ceiling because there's he's so good. He makes them play at their ceiling. To a certain right level. up to a certain. <laughs> it's just I. I think it's Skip Bayless. This stuff, is the problem. This, okay, this is the problem. It is and Bayless again, again, stuff. Again, I, So I'm. I'm a journalist. So I, I admit this. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the problem. We don't celebrate enough, and I. At some point, somewhere in the journalism slash media world, we left from celebrating what's really good to criticizing everything. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's it's so even true. when even when it's something that's great, it's oh uh, wow they just won the national championship. Can they win it next year?
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, for God's sakes, let them enjoy it. You can give them that's it the clap instead of a round of applause is just that's it. You know what it is because the there's so
4: much there's so much flipping negativity in society that that's all people want to read. That's all they want to watch. That's all they want to listen to is, is what about True. next year, but what about this, but what about that? Instead of just saying, the dude just did the unthinkable. Or like this team. This team literally should be, oh, my God, they were 3-7. and seven. They were the worst team in the league the last two years, 3-7 and at one point this year. They're literally a couple plays away from playing in the AFC championship game. Right. That now, sh- there should be a parade in this yes, city for that. Yeah.
3: Nothing to be critical about here, given where they came from.
1: Ninety-four seventy-eight on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Not always true. Everyone could just forget that Mahomes could be one and two in Super Bowls. Like everyone forgets that MJ lost to the Magic. Yeah. A <laughs> lot, yeah. lot of NBA references by one Tony Romo yesterday, among other uh, interesting Boy,
3: Romo comments. got crushed a little bit uh, during and oh. after uh, this oh. championship game. Look, I know what he was thinking when he said that. That I totally get. <laughs> I will never have a problem with that one. But Robo, Robo. oh, my gosh. A, he just wouldn't quit talking, and then he just didn't necessarily give you all Well, he didn't
4: say anything, right. He kept talking but said
3: nothing.
1: He was the embodiment of the Michael Scott meme where I just start saying something and words come out of my mouth, and then hopefully I get there where I wanted to eventually go. When will this stop? When
4: will this
0: stop? Right. Know your role (laughs) and shut your
6: mouth. Thank you, uh, Jabroni.
4: It was definitely interesting, I'll tell you that.
3: Yeah. And I don't know what's going on. He's got uh, how much? 18 million reasons to be happy. Yeah, something like that. Maybe even more than that. But wow, bro. Apparently, there's this thought out there that he was giving away too much before the snap that they wanted him to back down off of that. And then just try and give you something afterwards, and then he just completely lost it. It's like Samson got his hair cut or something. He just lost it.
1: Greg Olson effect. Everybody and their mother is praising Greg Olson on the timeline. So yeah. suddenly Tony has to jump back into the fray.
3: And I listened to Olson because I saw where he was getting clobbered, and so I actually kind of like. Pretty I don't. Good. I yeah. I don't really care about the announcers that much. I really don't. They're never ever going to pull me into a game. Messes Al
4: Michaels when he kind of disses your team. Yeah, then you, then I, I
3: I will get mad about right. Maybe the job that they did, but they'll never pull me into a game is my point. But Al Michaels was sleeping on the job is what he was doing.
7: But that game on Fox yesterday, even if they did a good job, it did not feel like a big time game with that crew calling it. It did not feel like the NFL. Well, I'm sorry. It it needed Aikman and Buck. Well, like, that, can, I'm that, talking, it seemed yeah. like a regular season, like a wild card game with that crew. Yeah, I'm talking it it buddies, weird. And,
3: and, and this is what happened. They got raided. They got raided yeah, when Romo got the money. And all these contracts were coming up. ESPN says, we are not going to lose. We are not going to be stuck without a chair. And they threw all that money at Aikman and Buck. That combination, I want to see is in the neighborhood of like 25 million bucks between the two of them. Which
1: is insane as we're talking about free agency and the cap. To that point, though, JJ, would you agree that this year, we all love the Manning cast. Most of us do, at least. But this year, when you saw Joe and Troy on Monday Night Football... Even if you previously would have had the game on but probably not pay attention and most likely end up at the Manning cast, you would watch Monday Night Football.
3: Yeah, you still –
7: I don't don't care about the announcers. I'm not watching a game or not watching. It felt
1: like a bigger game every Monday because the two of them were on the
7: call. I'll agree with that. Uh, like I, I will it, never I go mean, to. It, a, it, I it, guess it's still Monday Night Football. It's right. huge, but uh, that the effect it has on Fox and them not being there was bigger to me than the effect it had but on the It wasn't a
4: big there. game because it was a bad game. It was
7: thirty-one-seven. More yeah. than that, it's yeah, just it was, that, that crew. I think Burkhardt and Olsen do a good job. Yeah, I'm not saying too. they don't. Yeah, but right. when I hear Burkhardt on the call, I'm not thinking like, okay, right. it's I, serious. I think he's man. really good. Yeah,
3: like yeah, Kevin Harlan. I'm not saying he's not. Yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not saying he's not a big game. Very not.
7: I'm
4: just saying if the game was. If the game was 27-24, last-second field goal, you'd be like, man, he
3: crushed that!" Yeah, he called just,
1: the Cowboys-Jags game, and he crushed that.
3: Yeah, because I just kept listening to Olsen just to kind of see, and I didn't think he – like Some sometimes it might have been maybe predictable what he had to say, but it, w- it was not bad Saucy nu-
1: Saucy nug for you, JJ. Uh, Kevin Burkhart and I are in the same family tree lineage. We had the same internship once upon a time. Uh, color commentator, media intern for the New Jersey Jackals of the Can-Am League.
7: Is that What sport Saucy is that? Bugs.
1: Baseball. Okay. Semi-pro Jackals. baseball, the Canadian American League. I was See, the intern. Joe
7: Buck would never have to do something. Uh, no, exactly. Never.
1: I was the intern in 2012, and Kevin Burkhart was the intern 10 years earlier before he had to sell Chevys at Eatontown Chevrolet for years before he finally got his big break with SMY mm-hmm. and local radio. This is the
4: stuff you do not hear on other shows in 1010. That's it. exactly
3: right. All I think of is the Burkharts that uh, distribute good, cold Bud Light down in the <laughs> Og. Those, those are the Burkharts that I think of. Uh, all right, now. That's the only ones
4: that matter. Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, <laughs> Nakati Bryan has asked a very important question. He wants a salary cap 101 primer, so we'll try and do that coming up here in just a second because all that salary cap needs to be figured out. By the time we finish explaining to you, we will ask you to explain it back to us because it's very, very confusing.
0: This is XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on
3: 1010XL. So salary cap 101. It ain't easy.
1: It ain't easy. It is real. Contrary to what I've said many times on this air. It is real. You have
3: have over $220 million to spend that you have to spread among your 53-man roster. You can go into training camp and you can have, I still think you have to operate under it. But the bottom line is is that every team is asked to operate under that cap number. You have to do it by the time you hit your final roster opening day. And you can also be very creative when it comes to putting these contracts together. One of the questions asked on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures beyond just salary cap 101 is why would a guy renegotiate? What does it do to benefit him? Well, the only thing you could say is that it is money up front. There's more guaranteed money that might be coming their way in the beginning but they also may lop off of of his contract at the end.
1: Right, exactly. And So then you guarantee you're going to get that money as opposed to if you say, no, I'm not going to renegotiate, you play this year, but then next year you're a cap casualty. I mean, you'll get the money in some form, but maybe not the form you were expecting to get it when you sign the deal. Um, So that's where by taking some money up front, at least you're ensuring you will get that money at some point down the line. Moreover, there's the notion of, well, you're taking that cut for, or not the cut, excuse Mm -hmm. me, you're taking the money up front for the greater good of the team. And Leon has said multiple times that that doesn't exist outside of the Patriot way. You saw that in new England during Tom Brady's reign because Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback or player in the national football league. And because he was not taking the best possible salary and because he was taking money up front to ensure they had money to spend via the cap for other players, that is how they were largely able to keep, that nucleus intact, and moreover, everyone else around him said, "Oh, well, if Tom's doing it, I'm gonna do it too.
3: And most most players feel like don't, and this is Leon's line, don't mess with my money. And you know that it could be there right now, but may not be there in the future. So you better get everything you possibly can uh, to make sure that you're taken care of. Now, the question has been, will this team get out of the free agent every single year frenzy where we got to go out and spend a right. bunch of money? to try and attract the best free agents. How did they get Christian Kirk? They had to outbid everybody. We all know that. Uh, and they set the market very high for the wide receiver. But here's Trent Baalke with the season-ender presser, uh, where he was basically answering the question, you've got to get to a point where you're developing a team through draft picks as opposed to having to go into free agency and, and buy players.
8: Yeah, I think it has to be that moment. First of all, we're up against the cap a lot more than we were the previous two years. Uh, we feel really good about the nucleus of young players that we have on the team. I believe we're the fifth or sixth youngest team in the National Football League right now. We have a lot of young players on their first contracts, a lot of players overall on their first contracts. And as you transition into more guys that are on their second deals, it becomes more and more difficult to, to use free agency as a, as a strong vehicle to improve your team. So, We've got to look to the draft. We've got to look to developing the guys that are currently here and uh, obviously retain as many of these guys as we can.
1: So, uh, obviously, that's your nuts and bolts of kind of the situation the Jaguars are faced with. Um, J.J., if you have the next bite, I think that's at some point in that press conference, if you're able to, um, I asked Trent his confidence in re-signing especially those top three free agents currently on the roster that won't be on the roster once the season is officially over, that being Evan Ingram, Jawan Taylor, and Arden Key, and his confidence that by restructuring current deals, they not only would be able to bring some of those guys back, but they also would not have to say goodbye and release players as well to make more money.
8: Goodbyes are tough. You know, you want to keep as many of these guys as you can. Everybody understands that we're going to do everything we can to make that happen, but if we're going to make that happen, something has to give. Everybody's got to give a little bit. And uh, you know, we had those conversations on the way out with the players and and they understand that, and we've got a lot of work ahead of us in order to make this happen. but uh, you know I, i'm I'm pretty confident that we can do what we need to do structurally if we need to, to sign the guys back that we need to bring back.
3: So he said, you don't want to say goodbye to a lot of people, and I totally get it because you want to keep as much of the synergy and and, and everything. That- and
1: you don't want to have to release guys to make yeah. room for other guys because then that doesn't look good. No. I would say that's more of something that could fracture a locker room than, hey, would you mind taking more money up front mm-hmm. so we can keep this other
3: guy? And Leon said, you got to pay inside the locker room before you pay outside the locker room, which is great. Anyway, Big Bo, do you have this, JJ, where Big Bo floats the idea out there? And I've been asking for this big man in the middle. I've been asking for a Chris Jones type of player to come to Duval. Well, Big Bo on uh, the drill breakfast with Buscelli this morning, at least threw out this, uh, the name Aaron Donald.
8: And I just want to go back to this D-line thing. The difference is we don't have that one guy who can scare anybody. I got an idea for you. This is way out there. I know for a fact that he is one of the hardest working dudes in the NFL. Like the dude, like he's he is a maniac. So if, if he plays football, he's going to give you his best. What if you go trade for Aaron Donald?
3: You're talking dirty to me, and I kind of yeah. like it. Uh, I I like that. You want to know why? Because the Rams are in a bad situation. What's
1: your comp though?
3: Well, you'd have to give up. Yeah. Okay. Look, they have they have lived with giving away draft picks. They might be into the idea of getting draft picks. Would you give away your twenty fourth pick uh, in the National Football League? Yes. Opening second. Round? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What else? Would yes. You? Yeah. Yes. But I'm yeah, I'm just saying that would be the number one thing. What right. else would you have to give? Because you're not just going to get away with that. Uh, you're going to next th-
7: year's too. you Something, know, they're going to ask for yeah. at least that yeah. be a great deal on a backup offensive lineman,
3: it, but maybe, <laughs> maybe alignment, honestly, because yeah. they got crushed at the left tackle yeah. position. They really did. And that could walk a little peace out. Yeah. It could be healthy camp, but here's the other part of this. You've got to take a contract with him. Okay. And so I love Bo's idea. That's kind of what
4: I was meant. That's kind of what I meant by that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about take Cam,
4: take the contract.
3: Yeah, but you you could if you could take that twenty some. What is it, twenty one? Whatever the number 24. is, and you could take that off of your books. You could probably oh, take the number. Okay, right. Yeah, Aaron Donald's. You know, get it coming this way. But this team is still in salary cap hell. I guess is my point. It's still going to be very tough. I love the idea.
4: Unless you give him a ton of money up front. Yeah, just give him a lot of money up front. Maybe for two years. A, a, a renegotiation. I don't know. And pay him what?
3: Ten.
1: Yeah. Eleven. If, if
4: that. I was going to say give him a. Boatload of money, and then just pay him like $8 million a year, $6 million a year. And, and it's, a, it's a gamble. It's a huge gamble. Right. But, but if he plays
3: well. Right. This guy's been overproductive for a long, long time. And really, I think he'd only missed like three games due to injury and just barely, you know, coming into this year. Uh, and then got hurt and, and basically had and to And how much of down. a
4: gamble was it more than, I don't know, Nick Foles for $90 Oh, my million.
3: gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. For
1: $88 million over <laughs> four years?
3: <sighs> it's XL primetime. time.
0: Hey, remember this? Got a throw downfield, just a home run ball, and uh, it is tipped off. And hey, Lewis, it Lewis got it on the
6: deflection. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis
2: is going to score. It's off to Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger?
0: Have you seen anything like that time now for a Modelo moment make your next moment with a Modelo Probably the final play of the game in regulation It is caught by Uh. Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot Mike Jones made the tackle And the Rams have won the Super Bowl
3: So the difference is that was 2000 And that was Al Michaels. And then just a few weeks ago, it was 2023, and that was Al Michaels. And there's a flag. Big difference. Big difference. But, yes, that deserved an exciting call uh, in the Super Bowl. And it was the Rams over the Titans. Uh, A great Modella moment. One of the better finishes you've seen uh, to a game when it just became frantic and the Rams could not stop Steve McNair and company. And Kevin Carter tells the great story about it. He just was exhausted. And Vermeer said, you get your butt back out of that field and you figure out a way.
0: Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop.
3: Lauren Brooks joins us now. The franchise Show getting ready to roll. Anytime you can keep the Titans from getting in the end zone, uh, if it means a Lombardi, it is a Medella moment. That is a damn good moment that should be relived over and over and over.
5: You got that right. How much worse would it be if the Titans had Super Bowl victories when the Jaguars didn't?
3: Oh, I know. And, and you think, like, we were talking about the Colts earlier, what Peyton did, and he won one against the Bears, lost one against the Saints. Uh, but that's really the only team that has been there and succeeded. Yeah, you don't want – you don't – you don't want that other Ville to get uh, to the Lombardi. No, no, way. not at
5: all. Who were you cheering for yesterday?
3: Uh, I had Chiefs Eagles, so I was at least on the right side of that. Yep. I hadn't been on the right side of too many of these lately, but that I did get that. You know, I I just liked how it's set up for Mahomes. I I really did, and believing that that ankle sprain wasn't as significant significant as it was originally thought, and he definitely was able to move when he needed to. So I I was I was I liked it.
5: I want whatever rehab he had. Whenever yeah, I hurt my lot. ankle, I want whatever rehab that was. Well,
1: so I actually want to shout out yeah. the VP of uh, medical personnel emergency services for the Chiefs. He actually tweeted out, and I got to find his Twitter handle again. He tweeted out, uh, everyone who thought that Patrick's performance was awesome needs to thank, insert name of trainer here. And it's because, Julie Freimeyer.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's actually good friends with one of my friends who's an athletic oh, trainer. Oh, no way. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So yeah. he, he
1: thanked her, and then he also gave a shout out in another tweet to the chiropractor that worked with Travis Kelsey the past 72 hours. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Give them them their
5: flowers. See, I never never thought the back would keep Travis Kelsey out because there's so many things that I feel like they can just shoot him up with, right? Mm -hmm. But an ankle, if you can't move, you can't play quarterback the way he likes to. But certainly we saw him do enough.
3: Yeah, he still did it. And apparently uh, uh, now two weeks, we'll see how much better he is. But apparently good enough to where he can at least reassume some training instead of just all rehab. Well, and I
5: read he said, you know, I hope to be close to 100%. So it's not a normal high ankle. That's for danger. Right,
3: right, for sure. All right, what's coming up?
5: We will keep talking about those games yesterday. Also, obviously talk about Jamal Agnew and a whole lot more.
3: All right, sounds good. Thank you, LB. Lauren Brooks. You. Frank Franchi. Hayes Caroline. They get it going. I see Denmark. Is Denmark in there? Yeah, in Denmark's in for Gibby fo- I think. Asian Gibbs. I okay. Should. All right. Yeah, he is. So The right-hander's coming in. Uh, at three o'clock this afternoon.
1: I'm very excited for our party now on Friday. Do I get to go back to Party City? Our
3: anniversary party. It's yeah. the Peterson party. Peterson. It's the Peterson party. Doug. Yeah. Uh, hired a year ago. Uh, Friday, February. Yeah. What Friday. do you guys
1: want to do? I'm very excited. What like? What do we need to do? In
7: what honor do you do on a? Uh, I've never had an anniversary, so I mean, we should leave it to the. F- married and you know the married people should tell us
3: well I was going to say we haven't had an anniversary of a coach coming back uh, in the last couple of <laughs> that's seasons right. it's a little and rare right now so. that's for sure we might have to come up of with a like firing a, uh, hey, hit the
1: text line while we're gone but hit <laughs> us up on Twitter as well uh, what should we do to celebrate commemorate
3: uh, Peter Peterson party something like that we'll, we'll we'll come up with something all right we are out Josie MOB me O'Brien Maddie Hayes check out his stuff at Saturdaydownsouth.com big sirson JJ